0: Gentlemen, welcome to episode number forty two, the Jackie Robinson number (laughs) of casting the spotlight, and our guest today is none other. And he is while he is returning, he has never been on for his own solo episode. So here today we welcome Brendan Seabaugh back into the studio. Hey guys,
1: hey guys, hey. Great to be back.
0: (laughs) It is, yeah. We I mean last time we had Pretty damn good time, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was like a party in here. That, well, yeah, it was, it was a lot of, you know, it was a tribute to Corey and my 25th uh, birthday celebration. Yeah, like you had
1: said, uh, the weather was there too, so what, that was five five people total?
0: Yeah, that was the first time.
1: A lot of big brains in one room. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, I mean, honestly, like, it could have worked out one way, but we, as, as many beers as we smashed, as good of a time as we had... <laughs> We uh we kept it rolling the whole time, like literally, like ev- like everything about that episode was was fun and literally came from the heart. I feel like all the conversations. Oh we yeah, had. I
1: think uh, the universe told us that we needed to do that podcast episode that night, and so then we did
0: it for sure. Wednesday, only day that worked out for everybody too. Hump day, perfect. So. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> hump day. Gotta get
1: you through the week. Damn, how you
0: been, man? <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a minute.
1: Doing real good. Uh, this this. So a little stress, but not nearly as much as my fiance. Wow, uh, So we're coming into the crunch down of our wedding, which is in September. Hey, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So we have done some uh, planning, obviously. And so that's expensive. Weddings are expensive. They take a lot of time. And that's like forefront of my mind. But it works good. Um, it's finally hot outside. That's pretty cool. I mean, it seemed like it was <laughs> raining and cold for fucking... Up until May. Oh, yeah.
0: April shits on us every year, man.
1: Right? And you think we would know at this point? And we always act like we do, but we always still complain about it. We're always like, oh, that Midwest weather, you know? And it's like, yeah, we've lived here our whole (laughs) life. Yeah, it's like, then move!
0: (laughs) 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 April showers bring May flowers. It's like been a phrase since the beginning of time. It's true. The beginning of time. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, first, we're going to name the months. I'm pretty sure Nostradamus. Fucking him. It probably said that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's obviously
1: <laughs> the prophet that we should all be following, so. Yeah.
0: Well, Yeah. He, he knew.
1: April showers, more like April floods, bring yeah. May bliss, because, like I said, the weather. I live right next to the Tower Grove Park, so for me, that's fucking badass. So I get to walk around and look at cute kids, see girls skateboard, see guys do pull-ups. Beautiful
0: <laughs> Beautiful weather now? Mm-hmm. It is. May it starts to really turn around. Like July and August, it's like too fucking hot, and you're done with the heat. But like May, May is beautiful. May's great. Great month. June is pretty good still. But yeah, by July and August, I'm usually pretty done. But Fourth of July, Fourth of July, always a great time.
1: Well, because everyone's naked, you got fireworks, you got hot dogs. Yeah. Who wouldn't be happy? Yeah. Even if it's 150
0: degrees. So. <laughs> yeah, you got, it's a party. <laughs> yeah, well, then everyone's definitely time. naked in that. You got, <laughs> yeah. You're on a nude beach, you're somewhere. I'm wearing a thong <laughs> in 150 degrees. Yeah. I don't know about me, but... <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn. I busted one out at uh, Rain Tree Beach once. It wasn't like a
0: <laughs> true thong
1: thong, but it was definitely a, a skimpy Speedo, and I felt a little weird with all the
0: older people around me. Didn't like the looks... 65 and up. Yeah I, mean, I, uh, yeah, I mean,
1: I was fine, but the looks that they were giving me made them, I could tell, very uncomfortable. But it's like
0: <laughs> it's like you guys grew up in this generation where you guys wore yeah, this right. shit. Yeah, it's like you guys the are the ones guys. that had 100 <laughs> kids.
1: Right? Speedo is an old brand. I remember so many like horror slashers in the 80s. Yeah. Speedo, that was like all the fucking track gear. It's like 50s,
0: 60s, 70s, 80s. Right. All the dudes wore Speedos. What are you right. talking and about? And It's always
1: that, that purple, teal color scheme, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know if Speedo was the only one that did that. But I always noticed that that was such a popular color scheme. Fucking that '80s purple, '80s teal, and then of course some like, yeah, vi- like violent bright neon yellow oh, every yeah. once in a while,
0: Backed in there too. <laughs> '80s was a very vibrant, just bright era. It seemed like right. it was very colorful. It was. <laughs> I mean, Prince. Hey, he's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Prince is dope. Did a lot of shit in the '80s. Yeah, indeed. Fucking. Just that era of shit. A lot of so, rock! Right? A whole <laughs> lot of fucking big-ass rock whole in lot the 80s, of, yeah. Is that a, what is that one, Jeff? They were the 70s more, I feel like, oh, right? Oh, yeah, I guess 60s, right. Yeah. right? Or, uh, 60s, right? Ah, they were the 70s, and 70s. And 70s. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, what's his name? I, f- I found this... Oh, I meant to say this, so perfect time, now that we've started. Uh, I, st- I started listening to uh, the Rolling Stones' 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, uh, I've started at 500 and working my way backwards, and fuck, like some albums are really long. Some of them are like an hour and twenty minutes, and so it's like hard to get to just listen to a whole album in that amount of time. Yeah. But I found out there's um, oh fuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up now that I'm uh, live. But it's uh, it was Jimmy Page was in this band before he was in Led Zeppelin, and it was in the mm. '60s. Uh, the Yardbirds.
0: I've heard of them. Yeah,
1: sure. and they were like a huge like mid-60s, late-60s uh, classic rock kind of psychedelic shit. Pretty badass. They had, I don't know if you guys know Jeff Beck. He's also like an old guitar player. So they literally had Jimmy Page, oh, and Eric Clapton and Jeff Beck. So like some oh. of the three greatest guitar players of all time for like that genre of music mm-hmm. all played with this fucking band and it's kind of crazy. And obviously yeah, Jimmy Page with Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin was like biggest rock band for a fucking
0: whole decade oh yeah well I remember like watching some of those uh, either I don't know if it was like a music video list it was it was actually like the same night over my dad's uh, just years ago like his one night stand like ECW one night stand 2006 And, like, we were watching this, like, countdown of the greatest, like, bands ever, and everybody in there was, like, disagreeing, because they grew up in the 70s and 80s and stuff like that, and, you know... there's not definitely using... disparity in the... Oh, yeah. There. And, oh, like, okay. Led Zeppelin was, like, number one. <laughs> I think Corey was actually, like, what? Well, but, like, I mean, we're this generation. Like, we <laughs> <Sure>. don't fucking... <laughs> oh, shit! Because <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think Led was number one. And, uh, like, but they even compiled, like, Green Day in there. I don't know if, like, Rage Against the Machine or... Uh, was, was it just greatest rock bands of all time it, it was like i think they said hard rock but like that entitled like
1: it's i mean the, otherwise it would probably that, be the that Beatles.
0: encompassed like yeah, true that encompassed like classic you know which is now classic rock which is only more classic with the time so like classic rock's not really hard rock back then yeah exactly <laughs> so it's not really a genre but it's 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 tomorrow you know it's yesterday It's just like, in the past, you know what I'm saying, it's whatever is 25 years plus 20 years, you know what I'm saying, that kind of shit. Which is crazy that we're at the age where we're already experiencing things that are nostalgic, that things are like... Oh my god, yeah.
1: It's like, what the fuck? Well, like when we were talking about uh, 90s and 2000s alternative, that shit honestly now is our classic rock. If you fucking think about it, because that shit's anywhere between 20 to 30 years old now.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's insane. I was—I right. literally was having that conversation with a friend, like on Snapchat, literally the other day. It's like it's crazy to think that the cartoons and the music and shit that we like grew up loving and stuff—it's like fifteen to twenty-five years old. Yeah, it's right. like, yeah. Oh, it's How? Old Rugrats old as fuck now. <laughs> Dude, I
1: used to have whenever their first movie came out, uh, where they went to Tokyo because I guess uh, I forget one of their dads was like building like a robotic reptar. And yeah. so they had a whole movie about it. Rugrats the Rugrats movie. in
0: Paris or, or was oh, it Oh fuck Rugrats? That was Paris. Paris. Yeah, Rugrats that, had in Paris, Rugrats Rats Rats. That. that was like Chucky and his emotional like storyline about missing his mom. Shit. Fucking killed me as a kid. That was was some emotional shit. He was on the plane and he was seeing like... I was was talking of like clouds of him and his mom and shit. That scene I was talking to Haley about the other day. I was like, that Uh, scene made me fucking cry as a kid. Every time, like... There were times where I'd walk up to the VHS tape and fast (laughs) forward that shit. Because I was like, I want to watch this, but I'm not (laughs) trying to watch this scene. He's like, I (laughs) just want some mommy. Yeah, and his dad was... It was right, that song so too, sounded a little bit like Forrest Gump, at least for my impersonation. <laughs> yeah, like, like a kid Forrest Gump. Well,
1: you know, you don't have asthma,
0: and they did, so
1: that, that's a contributing factor,
0: probably. But yeah, I mean, like Chuck, like I felt terrible, man. Like you're like, oh damn, that was. They really hit you right in the fucking heart yeah, and soul. You're
1: how old? Like you're so young. It's like yeah. five
0: trying you're oh trying like four trying to watch yeah, so this if You're four if or you're, five or years old comprehending I think they started like what 94, 95, 90 you know, whatever. I think so,
1: because yeah, because I was born in ninety-one and I know I had started watching it when I was really young. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It's you grew up
0: with that. You were Tommy Pickles Rutgers, was your fucking Tommy
1: Pickles, man. He was an OG for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You don't do that every day. You don't see a <laughs> <wine>. point like that. <laughs> bless Tommy Pickles,
1: <laughs> he raised me as a child. <laughs> even though he was a fucking t- actually, <laughs> he's voiced by a woman, so yeah. technically he's a she. I
0: always wondered. I was just that's, I never thought about right there. I never even <laughs> totally <laughs> thought about like Jimmy Neutron is voiced by a uh, by a woman. Ash
1: Ketchum in Pokemon is also a woman. Bart Simpson. Bart Same. Simpson. Actually, yeah, she does. Whoever
0: does Chucky bark. too.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, does fucking Chucky three characters. Chucky Rugrats? Chucky yeah, she bar- also does Chucky. I'm not sure. Chucky, Nancy Nancy uh, the serial oh. killer. Yeah, not not the Chucky Rugrats. Brad Dorif. They both got red hair, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <Yeah. laughs> I've never made that correlation before. That's pretty good. No, not till just <laughs> now. <laughs> so funny you say. But imagine that how that, that happened. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had watched a video about what it takes to be a voice
1: actor and it's unbelievable. So it was the girl that does Ash Ketchum because she does a couple of other voices Yeah. and hers was crazy because obviously it's all originally in fucking Japanese. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to find the cadence to hit all the pauses and the continues speaking English but also trying to make it sync with the mouth even though obviously the characters are drawn to be speaking Japanese. And, like, and so she, yeah, she was saying like the timing of it and she it was literally a two minute clip and she just Like, oh, I didn't have this script until just now, but we're just going to wing it. She's winging it, and she's doing fucking incredible. And I know, I would like to think we're all good at socially talking to people, but that is a fucking skill set that has to you have to dedicate time to, or you're just fucking absolutely, unbelievably, naturally good at it. Because this woman had not even read the script, and she was Ash Ketchum for two minutes unbelievable. And there's a fucking whole language translation happening there. Yeah. And the dude that does Bender from uh, Futurama, he was on it too. They, it, That is such a crazy career. And I would think that unless you would watch something like that, you wouldn't know how grueling it is. It's like, it's insane. You're yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's cutthroat as fuck too. Like, you could literally just be cut out of a show and not get paid and get fucked and you can't afford a lawyer to be able to like defend yourself, and so you're out of income, and then potentially paying someone whatever income you don't have to get you your income. Talk about a vicious cycle. You know, <laughs> in these
0: days, like, whoever's got more money whenever they go to trial, they're winning. They're, they're winning. they're fucking winning, for sure. But, going back to the uh, the cartoon thing, there are so many voices that, like, I just didn't think about it as a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just listen to the character, like, oh, that's Tommy, or that's fucking Chucky, or <laughs> whoever. You don't think about even <laughs> yeah. who's voicing it, or like, That they're probably and possibly adults, man or woman or whoever, just fucking doing the voices. And, like, you're like, wow, like, they're, you know, manipulating their voice that way. But, like, you don't really think about that. Like, you think about it just sounding like Tommy. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is just what it is.
1: Right? And I'm so... I'm not good at, uh, like, impersonations, especially, like, physically and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so they're able to have this whole character that they create and just fucking with a switch be able to do it even though they have their normal voice and I I would guarantee any of you if you're gonna play a character sure you can play the character but man they are like making themselves that person the way yeah. they talk and that is like such art. there's like cause it's funny cause on that episode that I watched they had people submit their impersonations of them Yeah. and it's like at the most 30 seconds but most of them weren't even that long they were like 10 seconds and uh, even people that were great still couldn't do it for like multiple sentences or like multiple scenes like consistently and these people fucking go to work and they do that for you know hours (laughs) like it's
0: crazy like honestly we were blessed with like some of the great fucking cartoons that we had like in the 90s and the early 2000s oh my god we talked about that on your brothers on devin's podcast yeah like there was so many just bangers that became just huge you know what I mean? Like cat, dog, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Rocket Power, SpongeBob. When we that came Bill out, right It blew now. up the fucking world, man. It blew up everything, and it became yeah, the it flagship show of, of, of that Nickelodeon. So
1: That's even only scratching the
0: surface. It's, it is. There's and so, so much content back then. Right? The it back it was original yeah. shit. It was. It was not just like a rehashing of of whatever Looney Tunes stuff you know there were, and like you know, not that that stuff's not good, but it's it had been played again and again, in like they just kind of reinvented it that was the boomerang but like in the 90s in the 90s they just banged out all these original concepts and they fucking made them work just hit after hit after hit they were nothing but net for fucking years the creators were doing some drugs in some of those shows
1: Brennan Ren and Stimpy that Red was and
0: one. for sure. Courage the Cowardly Dog yeah. for sure. There is some elements. Invader yeah. Zim was even pretty. Yeah. good. Yeah. Invader wow. Zim was yeah. trippy.
1: My, so Jess, my fiance, she loves Invader Zim. Yeah, that it's a great show. Got put on. At I don't believe
0: I met her actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know when you have the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love my fiance. <laughs>
0: Shout out to Jessica.
1: Right, she's a beautiful woman. But uh, yeah, so. It's, it's just funny because, you, I don't know, I I had I Direct TV I think at the time and so same. I had like a little bit of Dish then Direct. For, like, I was gonna say <laughs> the there little was fucking a period where on the they pissed my way. dad off and so we switched to dish same or like, mice <laughs> right. So I had Dish or Direct TV and then Dish, but the, yeah, those those were some. some the, the, I had the hookup for a while, and it was, like, on crap.
0: You get on the phone and, like, try and order a pay-per-view or something, and they're like, what the fuck? We were <laughs> supposed to have this, and, like, it's not coming through the feed. Maybe it was just the shit place we lived. Like, there was no, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the sense of, like, everybody had those problems. We, we had, had dial-up, and, God, and right. there was no fucking way to get anything. You know what I mean?
1: Well, funny you say dial-up, because my dad had had a work-from-home job pretty back in the day when that wasn't very common. Uh, But he was a salesman for, like, logistics. So, like, trucking shipments and whatnot with, like, not specifically Walmart, but they're obviously a big example. But anyway, because he was working from home, and at the time there was nothing better than dial-up, he did have dial-up. And I remember as a kid, when he would be, like, connecting to the internet, and the modem would be making that awful fucking sound. And as a kid, like, that's my first memory of the internet. And it's just so funny where now, like... The internet, I, I don't even think I understand it anymore, <laughs> like, and it used to be a fucking loud noise coming from a plastic box, and
0: now yeah. it's anything you want it to be. And it's a little, hey, get off fucking phone. Ass phone now. Yeah. I'm trying to use the internet. Uh, you, or you'd pick up the phone to call somebody and fucking hear that horrible tone through the phone. Like, fucking that your didn't hear your ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dial up man downloading Mm. fucking one pixel at a time like you said though the other day like growing up in that era like being a kid i feel like we were almost more patient because we had that that was all because we had to wait cd players it was like okay loading 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 it wasn't just instant dude i can't tell you how fast my fingers move from oh switching a song up takes this person back to going to the app oh playing yahtzee (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> fucking do whatever. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like you just go fucking quick and like your music's still playing or your you know whatever's going on, like instant gratification and that makes us oh. way less patient. Yeah, that's what I was just telling him. Like I think it was like last night. Like we were talking about uh, you know like your parents even like you know your mom was a teacher and she she's still is she still t- teaching? No, or she enough?
1: retired. She, uh, okay, right before the pandemic, so probably like three years ago. And
0: my mom's teaching and like. You know, surely, I even said, I'm like, surely one of uh, one of the C-Ball kids was going to be a teacher. You know what yeah. I mean? For sure. Like, it just seemed like it was going to Shelby gonna happen. Uh, is our son. Yeah, we thought it was Shelby. Yeah. Um,
1: I taught for a while, <coughs> and I
0: bailed, because... <laughs> I, yeah, that's... I think we talked about that, actually, in the last episode, but I was the A-plus for the uh, third grade class you were subbing for one time. Yeah.
1: Hilarious. I yeah. mean... It all i fucking love teaching if i if like money didn't matter i would teach. Dude, but money matters unfortunately and so instead i i work for a tech company and we and <laughs> we like
0: understand like i wholesomely respect teachers like yeah. to the end of because honestly like the shit they put up with
1: oh my god well yeah if you with your mom doing that shit and i remember a couple of times where uh your mom and i would be doing same day shit and so yeah a couple of, like back in the day this Quite a few years ago, yeah, we definitely. Uh, this will ran... be,
0: uh, I'm sure, a common theme in this episode: the yeah. family relationship. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, teachers,
1: man, it's it's not great anywhere because it's uh, education is honestly almost the the solution to everything. Almost. And, now, and they and agree, they funnel
0: just over what they need, just barely what they need to into education, publicly. yeah, It's fucking insane,
1: oh. man. Well, so, and I'm sure your mom could speak to this, and me having some insight into the education
0: field, I will tell you firsthand,
1: it is absolute fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, as a country, we're fucked as far as education, but yeah. education in our country is state by state, and, um, it's kind of unbelievable how different state curriculum can be when, yeah, I get that. states can, I don't have any problem with states controlling their own yeah, curriculum. I don't give a fuck about that. But the quality of some, I would say most states, mm. unfortunately, is absolutely dog shit. And it, it's, it's unbelievable. And you know what happens? There are certain companies that are publishing textbooks. They're in it to make money. And so they bribe schools to use their textbook and because it is a company they obviously have some type of lobbyist mm-hmm. agenda that is often associated yeah and not to get too conspiracy theory mm-hmm. but i'm telling you this is real these companies because they have a specific mindset of what they want or how they want the
0: country to be run
1: they have lobbyists and so this is how they indoctrine people and obviously, there are so many companies. So I'm not even saying with our country there's one or two just ones that are pulling the strings. It's a couple. But it's happening. And because – think about how much a te- – college, how much a textbook mm-hmm. fucking costs. So you know that they're giving schools uh, deals because schools are paid via government, it's at least public schools. What? Who, who – how does the government have money? Our tax dollars. Yep. Yeah. So we fucking are paying – for these very expensive, wrong textbooks to be sold to schools to use for thousands, potentially millions, depending on your school district, of the kids to be taught this shit. And I will tell you, a lot of it is very wrong.
0: The metric in which they allocate all the money that they fucking governmentally fund is is beyond outlandish, the way they distribute it, and to what industries or whoever gets it, you know what I mean?
1: Well, I'm going to say something
0: a little controversial real quick.
1: Look at what we spend in our military as far as government spending, and then look at what we do for education. Yeah. I'm not saying that a country shouldn't invest into military. Obviously, that's important. I would go to the extent to where I would hope at some point that shouldn't be something that humans even need to do because war... Obviously, over the thousands of years of uh, human history, it's never good. We, yeah, unfortunately, no one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone will benefit short-term, yeah. but it's never a long-term benefit. And look at how... We'll never learn. Yeah. We'll never learn. yeah <laughs> no, we won't. We fucking won't, because it's taken us thousands of years, and we act like we are so much smarter than people who were living in fucking nothing, and we're, like, hitting a fish with a spear or a fucking random twine of grass we're we're ignorant yeah and we act like we're so much smarter than them but we are doing the same fucking problems that they had like they fought each other literally for resources because back then it was doggy dog because there was not the organization that humans have today yeah Yeah. you tell me that we really need countries right now no we don't i'm not and not to say that you shouldn't even and see this is funny i'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent (laughs) Countries are stupid, and when I say that, I don't mean that we're, your ethnicity is not important. That is not what I mean. And ethnicity is something that exists beyond country lines. Yeah. Obviously, because that intersects with borders. But there are people that are so nationalistic, and you would—the uh, United States is very bad with this. That act like if you say that we don't need a country, and I don't even specifically need—we don't need the U.S. I'm just saying the way the world's organized right now. Is not advantageous to the actual planet itself. That's not a very hard fact to find.
0: We're never going to be able to get on the same page the no. way we are right now. And never. obviously,
1: language, culture—that's a huge thing. So it's hard to be able to organize it to be one cohesive unit. Yeah. But I mean, it is—it is possible as long as fear and ego would be kind of
0: swept you think, away. Do you think that's even possible from this country? Because I—I oh, I no, think we'd no. have to—we'd have to get. This is what we we're talking about, Devin. Too. I told you. Um, <laughs> They're like-minded. Yeah, like sure. you and his brother do have some like-minded. Uh, I feel like, uh, like, how can I put that? Vol- they like, definitely are around the same. Yeah, college, yeah but though. you guys are also around. Yeah, the same. You know, are and around somewhat of the same age too. Yeah, so it makes sense. Um, but like, I don't know. I we are so just divided here. It is unprecedented to even think
1: it's ungodly as a a world
0: as a a world we could all get you know what I'm saying with the United Nations all that shit because there's always going to be rogue motherfuckers that like there's just there's no way and like that's like why we ended probably on the note that we did with Devin is because like at the end of the day can we salvage that and somehow fix that or is it literally like everybody's going to gun for themselves because at the end of the day You know, countries are countries and everybody's kinda in that's That's how it's gonna be if we can't even get on the same page here, which we cannot Not even close. Not even close and only more divided the last at least two years. Three years. You know, well really Longer than that. Longer than that. But but really like it's been just steadily kinda going in that direction in like the we were talking about in whenever we were off air is like People just saying, you know, blanketed statements like just, oh, on Facebook they say this. It's like, well, it gives you a reason automatically. To be like, oh, that piece of shit said this. Right. And that seems indicative of, like, the, who the whole person is when in reality, and, like, and I'm guilty of it in the past. Just, like, speaking into it like it's a journal. And I'm like, why am I even, like, doing this? Like, I'm just like, it's not going to change. For the most part, most things you say, like, somebody's heard something like it before. And, like, you know, if you're trying to, like, give some sort of uh, political persuadance or whatever, everybody pretty much knows at least, where, not forever where they'll be, but where they are right now, and they like, they're probably not going to shift on it. It's right. probably got a little bit of leeway room, but not a lot. Well, we've
1: bred a culture to where if you switch, you're a traitor, and it has nothing to do with yeah, your right. ideals at all, even if someone, if you would be more in the middle, and you don't agree with either party, yep. but there are pieces that you like about both. Yeah. But you have to commit to one,
0: and, yeah, yeah. and so, they're, ugh, I'm I'm pretty mixed on it, like, on, you know, different things. It just, it really depends what it is, but it's just, that's why it's just so stupid, because it's like, in this day and age, you would think we should have more options than fucking ever, then. You know, it should be, like, you whatever, but it has never been more, Silent life, yeah, left versus right kind of thing. For you know real. I mean? Just, it, it, you know, so well, it's and like. Well, it's like we touched
1: upon with the instant gratification thing. Well, so now anything that fucking happens in the world, whoever is using your data, I mean, whether it be Google, Apple, it doesn't fucking matter. Every every big company that deals with data is getting your data. Mm. They will feed you whatever the fuck you're looking at to fuel your fire. And like we were talking about off air, because of that instant gratification of you are getting this information instantly whenever the fuck you want it. And it, it's, it's – it's,
0: it makes us a little really, more impatient, a little I'm so impatient more impatient. reactive because you're like, what? You're like, it just – it seems like you should – you should have something to say about it fucking automatically. Like well, you, And, yeah. like, that's the thing because it's like, I, you know, before – and I feel like I'm glad I've turned this off lately because, like, lately I've just been using it to promote the podcast and everything. I don't blame you. Social media. And I feel like I'm a better person for it because I'm actually, like, busier and I'm not – funneling my thoughts and in, in fucking uh, attitude like for the day productive. into social media cuz it's like yeah. why it'll it it's the, you off. Just at the end of, of the day yeah. like we were just saying for the most part like everybody maybe has some some wiggle room at least where they are at that moment but nothing you say on a fucking typed out thing is going to ch- oh fuck you've heard it before it's like whatever like you're not going to you're know saying for the most part everybody sort of knows where they're at right you know what i mean even if they have which most of us do have mixed you know what I'm saying sort of things we're not like oh we don't agree with fucking all of this shit you know what I'm saying this that's is the cool problem shit, though is most people are like that but, yeah. but they don't you speak up enough. to pick a side that's what they, that's how it's set up now it's like you either have to pick this or this that's all you got
1: it's it's like, a, it's by design uh, yeah. it, it, which is funny because so many people argue about the constitution being the fucking Like, written by God's dick. Like, literally, God slicked a little cut on his dick and then wrote the Constitution (laughs) with his dick blood. It's like, guys, the Constitution was
0: written in 1776. Or the Declaration. Or maybe 75,
1: because, yeah, it was signed in 76, I believe. Whatever. We're, we're, We're within a year. We got it.
0: It was a fucking long time. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> a- <laughs> You're like, you. we got it. All right, we're talking about
1: about almost 300 years, so within a year, we, we're good. Well, the
0: Declaration of Independence was was us declaring we were free from Britain. right, right. Which which segue just for one second here. The dumb one of the dumbest fucking posts I've seen, like especially by conservative people on there that should have known better. And like I have some uh, ideals that align a little bit, you know, conservatively or whatever. And like a lot of people do, you know what I mean. But it's just like they're like, I wish like this uh, country was bad. like it was in seventeen seventy five when, when the uh, when the guys had balls and the chicks didn't or something like that. I'm like, first of all, we weren't even a country in seven, seven or you no, know seventeen seventy five, you motherfucker, because. The Declaration of Independence literally made us a country. Yeah. Well, he Once he we split fucking militia from Great Britain. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's was one of the stupidest things I've seen. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay go put on <laughs> a powdered <laughs> wig, yeah. grab a musket. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what? I don't understand. Do you, yeah. yeah.
1: Do you even know how to load a goddamn like,
0: musket? <laughs> all you had to do was was get the fucking year rider, like the you know what what it actually was about. You know what I'm saying? And it's I was just like this. Is <laughs> I was like, I don't even think it it's should like, it's second off. That kind of makes you sound like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, eventually down the line, like, I, you know, I was like, well, I mean, this is just, I'm like feeding into any of this or like reacting or like trying to even say like, oh, this is my, th-. it's just like, you're not going to change anybody's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just endless fucking why. Besides this, we were talking about during the off air too, like, is always more productive. Than anything through fucking text, through anything, you know, like calling or or FaceTiming somebody, you know, is like a little more like intimate, I guess you hear somebody's voice, you hear their like their reaction or like lack thereof or whatever. But like, still, whatever the fuck they wanted you to believe at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, we're not gonna be shaking hands. Fuck that. We're gonna be shaking hands still. (laughs) Fucking but like, about them just kind of seeming like they wanted to separate everybody in, in a way I feel like and keep everybody divided and shit like that, because conveniently, and I'm not saying the pandemic was a conspiracy because COVID exists, For but sure. it was conveniently uh, weaponized at the time of the election. Imagine that.
1: Well, I was literally just about to say, yeah. that, that was the problem. Something that's fucking scientific became politicized. What, that, yeah. That, and so, yeah. yeah.
0: I saw you, Corey, and Devin, like, talking about, or, like, liking or, you know, oh, tweeting shit like that on Facebook. Yeah, and it's clear. like, okay,
1: so, look, there have, and this is obviously un- what happened was unprecedented in modern times. Yeah. Modern Obviously. times. Obviously. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean there was the Spanish flu that was fucking a Kill nightmare like in the what uh, fifty I million
0: think. people or hundred and million. We have something crazy now. We have the like not that we had it immediately and we knew exactly what to do immediately, but we have like we have The funding and the brains and the research and the like, all of that shit, to be able to figure something out now. Yeah. Whereas back then it was like, fuck, everybody's gonna die. And people
1: (laughs) that turned into a government fund shit because yeah, if hospitals declared it being a COVID death, they would get some grant money. Yeah. That was some
0: fucking bullshit. Everybody had a COVID. Well, so
1: yeah, COVID gets way worse whenever you have uh, a pre-existing condition obviously anything that affects you if you have a pre-existing condition is going to be amplified in almost any sense. Yeah. But yeah, especially if it's a fucking new virus that no one knows anything about. Uh, so well, the, I think the problem was people said, okay, if we do this social, social distancing thing and we commit to it, it's over. But we never actually committed no. to it. There are other countries that
0: did and it's not to say that they
1: didn't have their flare-ups, too. I just feel like...
0: But would it be, would it be over? You no, say, like, I don't think it would
1: be over because... Because the Spanish point, flu
0: even is still around. So I'm not even trying to... No,
1: yeah, I would say at this point, m- many people have said this is now going to be something that very likely is going to be seasonal. Yeah, so, yes, there's yeah. going to be variants... Probably for the rest of our lives Because Jesus Christ Yeah I mean And it's, it's like it's, You know said it's Well like influenza There's still
0: rare cases there, of it
1: How many fucking strands of influenza are there? I bet there's more than I could ever believe
0: Like people yeah. just wanted to Did you see I mean do you remember how In like sure for a minute We were all like Oh man no matter what happens We're in this you know together You know as people say whatever Did you see how like just quickly Everybody just started ripping each other the fuck apart?
1: Oh yeah It was
0: like, is that all it takes? It's like, how fragile is this fucking society, man?
1: My whole problem was I saw both sides. like the the people that were absolutely hating any type of mandate that was being put in place. It's like, okay, be reasonable. If the business decides they want to do what they want to do... That is their business, and you're someone that supports that idea in the first place. So you should be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I don't – I'm someone that comes from – I don't even think the mask was that big of a deal. I'm not saying I loved it. There were definitely moments where it bugged the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I'm not like, okay, if if I have to put this on for an hour, two hours, it's not the end of the world. So I was a very middle ground. Like I saw both sides, and then I got on the other side. If we are going to treat this scientifically and we want to eradicate it as fast as possible, we do need to take a a couple of precautions that would not be normal for a period of time to be able to create that gap of where it can then, like, kind of have less hosts to be able to infect, have an increased ability to be able to, you know, eradicate it, eliminate it. Yeah, and so that it wouldn't have so many new strains and variants, which probably would happen anyway. But that, yeah. You yeah. know, I was very middle ground with it. And I just felt like, just... We didn't know. Be smart. It's like, yeah. if you are not feeling good, who fucking cares if it's COVID or not? You probably should wear a mask if you're going into public. Because if you have the flu yeah. or anything else that would be fucking contagious and you're in public... Or stay home.
0: Yeah, like, well,
1: that's the the best option. Just stay home until you yeah, don't do have you feel- symptoms anymore. Yeah, and
0: like, and like I would feel know, like, sometimes I'm like, man, I need to, you know, go out and make money and shit like that. But I'm like, if I don't feel tremendously like, and I never really did, except pre-COVID, whenever I felt something that I had never, like, a fatigue I had never felt before, I felt like, I yeah. was, like, laying in bed almost all day, and I felt like I, like, if I leaned to the left or leaned to the right, I would, like, throw up or something. I just felt so worn down and bad. Yeah. And, uh, but it was only for that, and, like, I was okay. Corey, if I may speak so, uh, on the subject matter, he, uh fucking he was like on the couch and he was just like a disaster for like two weeks you know because he's got you know like he's got a compromised immune system and everything so it's like it hits different people differently and whenever i see people saying i remember (laughs) that's an argument i had (laughs) um fucking saying look i doubt that it's been over here for a while we it's like a few months ago we were making jokes on social media oh they got covid over there do you remember that a little before, people were, I mean, we weren't making, like, some people, like, you would see, they'd be like, we oh, by the very they got COVID over there. It's like, motherfucker, people fly every day oh, from China gosh. to over here, right. from over here to China, from everywhere and everywhere. Well, there
1: were a couple of hotspots in Europe, too, that were really bad. And, and yeah,
0: like, and, like, it's like it was always going to come over here. Like, the world, you know, everybody interacts with each other.
1: Right.
0: That's why, like, at the end of the day, it's crazy because, like, everybody does have a, you know... I mean, I wish there was a better word than a use, but like a, um, you know, you can you can benefit somehow out of like, what you know, other countries and like your just affiliation in general. But like it'll it would still end up kind of being like, okay, all right, we're with we're with these people, fucking there with them. It would be the allies, and in a matter of time, man, if shit went wrong, True. I always think about that with the with the fucking bombs and shit. I'm like. <laughs> Literally, a of matter of time. Like one gets set off, like the whole world might be destroyed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, for real. No, if society that's collapsed that is for too, real.
1: That's very for real. That's
0: dude. a shoot. No, that's a thousand percent. But like, if society collapsed for real, I fully believe that it would only be like literally a day, a week tops, that it just turned into dog eat dog. Well, the like, ash would, black would just out not the give sun. a fuck about each other. We'd, We'd be fucked. Oh, if, if nuclear bombs went off, everybody would be fucking dead. But if there was just some sort of societal collapse, no matter how much people say, oh, it's brothers and sisters in arms, or everybody's together and all this shit, like, as soon as things went haywire, <laughs> everything would go south. Within oh, a week, within a week oh, two yeah. weeks tops, it would be... Every family, every group, for themselves, oh, for sure. It will get vicious, for sure, and that's like it's 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 you know fragile, like which is why at the same time I understand like you know be kind like a hundred percent to the end of the day and like now even more than than I probably did before whatever I'm like oh I'll just throwing my words out there and yeah, just whatever the fuck but like you're like yeah I mean you know, everybody's, everybody does, you know, everybody takes things a different way, you know what I'm saying, you never really know what kind of day somebody's having, true. what kind of shit they're going through, and like, you know what I'm saying, you really, you really don't 100% know, even if, even if we are in person, you know what I'm saying, like, you, you really true. don't always know, because People a lot of... are good of, hiding shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's just fucking, you know, you you really never know, it just makes me sad that like, to the point of like, if I may reference the Dark Knight for the first time in a while, like, one of the Joker says, like, you know, whenever the chips are down, these people, they'll eat each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that 100%. is fucking a 100% true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. Like.
1: Well, I think you can just very easily look at, uh, like, racism or any, like, discrimination. Yeah. That's happening when it's not even for your own livelihood. So the fact, like, if it was something to where it came down to where it was to your survival. People are capable of absolutely horrific things. Like Yeah. Oh yeah. So so I have no doubt that someone wouldn't just absolutely brutalize someone to get a bottle of water like absolutely that would happen
0: i almost feel like you like you know in as silly as it sounds like referencing it compared to reality like but the walking dead like whenever everything goes to hell there it's almost like who you end up with or around or by like that might be your people no matter what they are like all race and this like just everything goes out the window because like those, whoever you end up with or whenever shit goes down, it's like, those are going to have to be your people yeah. if you trust them. Because
1: otherwise, yeah, sur- yeah survival is always better if you Who's who around you. Through. And it's literally <laughs> like
0: you're trying to hunt for your, you know, survival. You're trying to eat. You're trying to fucking survive. You're trying to find shelter. So, like, it, all that shit goes out the window. All the societal shit, which tells you how much of it is tied to society rather than, you know, what we've. Truly, are just we're just all fucking human beings, no matter what the fuck anybody is.
1: Well, if you if you look at evolution and Homo sapiens, like specifically when we became what we say are humans, because there are yeah. definitely plenty of semi-human species that existed before us. We yeah. even have their DNA in us still. Yeah, but nah, yeah. the
0: world's only two thousand twenty-two years yeah, old. Neanderthals. <laughs> <You know, laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're right.
1: <laughs> Noah's Ark. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, if you look at civilization, that's like a couple of thousand. I mean, we're BC. Uh, we'll say like hardcore civilization. We'll say is like seven thousand years old, maybe, and compared to our evolution, which is towards a hundred. And you know, obviously, once you start a 1, thousand, hundred, you know, those those numbers increase very very quickly. Yeah. So the fact that we are so new to civilization, in hindsight I guess isn't surprising. But you would just think that if we're able to have this conversation right now, that we wouldn't have those problems. But we still fucking
0: do something. We're problems. that self-aware of like that they exist and like. We're so self-aware that been. we realize
1: how yeah dumb we are.
0: Not all of us. That's the well, Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better, <laughs> not all of us. <laughs> it's because well, even some
1: of us that do we're in such denial because we think that we matter in a fucking universe of a billion stars that we could even mean anything. Yeah. (laughs) Not to get too pessimistic.
0: No, I mean, (laughs) it's true, though. It's kind of sad, but... To be honest,
1: (laughs) it's a little sad, but I find solace in it, because it's like, whatever the fuck that makes me sad now is not a big deal. And I am someone that suffers from depression. Not... I don't take any medicine for it, but I have been diagnosed. Yeah. And, uh that is sad but like i said to me that's like that's something that's like gives me reverence that there is like things that are good in this world and that's why like we were talking about earlier like it just seems with that instant gratification things seem so much worse than they really are and when we do add the human element and obviously because of technology text whatever communication is not going away and i don't want it to but there are definitely elements to where we, because of the instantaneous emotion that it evokes in us, and we can just reply right away, or tweet,
0: mm-hmm. or post, or fucking call,
1: so many different things immediately. That's why we're we're so stupid now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's we, no second thought to anything. Yeah, it's like no. we're so
1: impulsive now. Yeah,
0: that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, well, it's bad. we really like. That's I feel like our technology, like, the way that we advanced technologically was almost too rapid for what humans were ready for. We're not mentally ready for all the shit that's in front of us now. That's honestly why I feel like my, like, I was thinking about some of the things I was thinking about in the way that I was. I was like, man, I'm like, the last couple years, like, I've really just kind of opened up my mind a little more about, the way, because I, I guess I just I wasn't even thinking that we were that far technologically, like advancement. You know, what I'm saying stuff like that, and like, just because, as you said, like, the 1500s to like the 1700s and shit, 1800s, so much shit came such a long way, and it's wow. only like in, it's only coming a longer way in less time. So at what oh, point does home. that top <laughs> yeah. out? Because at some point, that volcano is gonna erupt. At some point, like, something's going to be, ha- you know what I'm saying? AIs gonna are going to take all our jobs. That's just going to end up happening. That can happen, too. Well,
1: there's, like, so much that, that can coexist. But, yeah, like you said, there, there are times where we're using it when we shouldn't. And it's because AI can do some, like, incredible things. Yeah. But it, it can also. But
0: go- it won't. It, I, I've almost thought about this several different ways. I'm like, almost every way equals us turning into self. Like, it's self-destruction. We created them. It's going to be what fucking destroys everything. Well, because I would feel like Could if be. anything,
1: they would realize how dumb we are. Yeah. Because they're because with machine learning and being in a tech company, I, I know this is a real thing I've seen happen yeah. in my my company. Machines get smarter. And so, it's, uh, yeah, I would, I would say if, if they do take this, like, we, we, if it's because of our own destruction, it's because we made them way better than us, and we just mentally, like you had said... We're not ready for it. Like, no, I no feel way. like we could. It's I mean, there's still writing. people
0: living in 1973 and oh shit in this in this country, Even like in different then. places. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jim Crow shit. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it's. It, I, th- I think I think that is important to do to put the perspective of us as as civilization and then us techno because like technology. I mean literally I feel like once internet happened that just opened the world for so many things that were not available to us before. And like you were saying like that that time is decreasing and more is coming out in that yeah. decrease mm-hmm.
0: and in more powerful shit like more powerful. Yes.
1: Think about Yeah. someone I read it's this thing that said
0: that time. how does that not hit a head at some point? Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And we sent someone catch to the up. moon in the 1960s
0: on these computers that took
1: up entire rooms. Yeah. And, like, the computing power of those computers are now basically in our hand and pockets and smartphones at all times. So, yeah. I mean, think of that. We've gone from, I, I would think, even maybe bigger. Our, the whole room that we're in now is now just a, a little chip.
0: That yeah. Goes,
1: goes in our fucking phone.
0: And that was within, you know, 50 years?
1: Right, 50 to 60 years. Like, chip technology <laughs> is insane. Cars, every even cars that are not electric, every single car has a fucking chip in it. Hello, there's electrical signals that are going on all over the place with your console, even if you don't have an electric vehicle. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Shit is <laughs> just, yeah. Honestly, it's like you should, if you're trying to stay working for the rest of your life, you should probably get into robotics or no tech problem. or... Something like that. Otherwise, one of the, we're going to have to come up with some... That's what Andrew Yang was even trying to say. We're going to have to come up with something eventually. Yeah. <laughs> because right. these things are going to get to well, a point of being... They're to gonna where put, they're just more productive than we are. They're going right? to put so many people out of jobs in the coming years. It's going to be fucked. Well, it's funny. How do we deal with that?
1: Right. Well, it's tough to say because we've been saying that for a long time. And truly, machines have not
0: taken jobs. If anything, they've created more. So far. So far, yeah. But, that, and I think that's
1: why it's so hard to pinpoint when does it become problematic, because we haven't hit that point yet, and, and, and when we do, it'll probably at that point already be too late. Yep,
0: human nature. Right. Right. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, it was yesterday. Like, oh, Everybody's oh broken now. <laughs> oh, you guys are fucked. You guys right. fucked. It's like a robot just and now I'm like, oh, maybe robots aren't good.
1: My my dead baby is. I asked
0: I asked I asked I think I asked Cheatham that one time, is like that Well, I said, then why Because if it's gonna lead to self destruction, why would we even pursue the crazier like we know that it's gonna lead there. But but he said well that but he well he said like I mean I think he said He's gonna definitely call me out if I quote him wrong, um, but like, like should we? But that's kind of us fearing the unknown. You know what I'm saying? If we don't push the limit, that's the whole point of innovation. And like, true, it is is crazy fetched as capitalism's gotten? That was the original. The original idea was a good idea. Like, you work hard, you make as much money as you fucking possibly want. But the problem is, it went so fucking oppo, yeah, and it got so that like. There's hardly any middle class, any... You yeah, know people I mean? just like, started collecting all the money. That yeah, was the problem. And running, you know, everything. So, like... I don't know how we get ourselves out of that. I don't think it's... Oof. I think we make robots so socializing. Smart that they start taking the money. <laughs> yeah. They win capitalism and take the money from the rich. <laughs> the aliens? The robots. Oh, we ro- make well, robots so smart... <laughs> that they just are like you know what the it's robots, like they would comprehend the American dollar and want it the robots are going to come before the aliens man like the aliens are probably, probably. Like, we, we don't fuck with
1: that if the aliens exist and know that we exist they're staying the fuck away I feel like
0: <laughs> or they're waiting for the robots to take over then they're like alright we can go there now <laughs> you're much more it was part fucking, <laughs> but humans built the robots it's like goddamn. but they knew the humans were motherfuckers yeah. well no but that's they made the human humans, that's the human flaw the right there to come. made the the robots with endless fucking uh, amounts of grasp of, of thinking of ever evolving technology, so it's gonna keep getting smarter and it's gonna figure out a way to just not need us. Well, that's why it's so that's, a, that's the downfall of ourselves.
1: We well, and that's why it's so interesting to think of like if if like machine coding of like just it being binary code, like yes or no, basically. If, if the, and I'm not someone that is a Coder for real, but just to think that people are able to build what they do with artificial intelligence, it is insane. And I mean that in itself is pretty cool, but because it is pushing the innovation to the utmost. Oh yeah,
0: I just don't think with some degree that like that's one reason I'm kind of like, to a degree, like I think that's why capitalism pushes the limit because there's no certain amount of like money or wage you can make you know per year or however. So you're just gonna keep you know innovating. And I don't know if that... I don't know if all innovation would, like, go out the window, but I think it does kind of let independent people that come up with things fucking to just, you know, push the bar and raise the limit. It's tough. But it's... I, uh, I understand it's downfalls as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, there are downfalls, but there are there are positives, like you said, in innovation. Uh, and just, like, the drive to come up with new shit is definitely...
0: We always need new minds that...
1: Yeah. I honestly think that if you... And I'm not an economist either, so yeah. I'm fucking off. But you are.
0: That's why we brought you I on. I, uh,
1: <laughs> sorry, I let you guys down. I didn't go to Harvard, and I did. I took micro and macro economics. That was it. And uh, it was also a junior college, known as Jeffco. <laughs> I took one economic class at a real university, so maybe I'm partly qualified. Huh? It was a uh, whole semester.
0: Oh, you're qualified no I'm not (laughs) much more qualified than
1: us (laughs) I would just simply say that it would seem somehow hybrid and who knows where that middle like where that like needle tick would teeter as far as more capitalist more socialism But I really think that a socio what what do you call that like a socio social capitalistic I guess social capitalistic like But some European countries do, like the Scandinavian ones, like Norway and whatnot. I'm not even saying that's perfect because I don't think it is. A lot of people act like it's perfect, but it's not. But I would think that that hybrid is somewhat better because I would say the biggest problem with capitalism is you do have the potential to make as much money as you want. But then once you have reached that pinnacle... And I'm not saying that people don't deserve money if they come up with badass things or they have a company that's way fucking better than my company i I mean i can't hate you for that that's you're smarter than me or just whatever but the fact that there are so many billionaires they they are hoarding that wealth because there's so much of this wealth that is uh fictitious it's like very hypothetical because of wall street and, and just like the investment idea that it's worth this much even though I sold it to you right now, it would not be worth that much. That's why it's interesting. Elon Musk, he's the richest man in the world. He's worth whatever two, two hundred thirty-seven billion, whatever his number changes every day. Like richest you know. man on earth, right? But to prove my point, that his wealth is fluctuating so much because it's all hypothetical. Like sure, he could sell his assets and get a fuck ton of money. I'm not saying he couldn't, but so much of that, and same thing with Jeff Bezos, is it's very hypothetical. And it's just weird that even though it's hypothetical money, they have the ability to still kind of do whatever they want because yeah. they can say, I'm worth this much. And they
0: don't do the things that you think that they need to be well, contributing right. as
1: a... It's so easy for yeah. me to critique you how you should spend your money because it's, it's not my money. Yeah. yeah. And that goes to my point to where that's why I, I like to take middle ground with almost anything because yeah. literally Buddhism... Try to understand
0: have. both points, I guess, kind of thing. Well, yeah, because... You know.
1: I, I do not think billionaires should exist. I'll say that. But, I like I said, I also think that you can be rich if you just...
0: I think there has to be... Make money better than me. Like, that's okay to me. I, I don't think, need to make money. Yeah. I think hard work needs a payoff. And, and I think sure. in America, like, for sure, like, it's... Incentive comes with, you know, the harder you work. Like, and not always. I mean, sometimes it's, like, who you connect with. Like, you never really know how things are going to happen, but that's the thing. That's why, like what I tell some people, like, simply sometimes, it's, like, it's not that I agree with absolutely everything going on here or anything like that, but, like, I love, like, the ideals for what, you know, the country is supposed to stand for and, like, what we're, you know what I'm saying, like, what we uh, have ingrained in us and everything, but it's just, like, ideally, like, there's been so many people that have made something out of absolutely nothing, you yeah. know what I'm saying, that have been here, too, and, like, and what I tell people is, I'm like, well, why do you think people are coming here? You know what I mean? If it's so fucking, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if it was like that, then nobody should be coming here. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I know, I like, I understand what you're talking about. Like,
1: well, it's just, it's, it's. It's still, it's still. It's still gonna be perspective, no matter what. Like, for no matter sure. how fucking right we think we are. Oh yeah. It's always perspective because there are people who are living a thousand miles away from
0: us. Terrible lives. Some terrible, some but also great. Or, oh yeah, definitely. Or
1: even the circumstances different to where we would perceive it as being bad, but they're having the time of their life. Or something that we would perceive as being incredible, but they're having the fucking nightmare of their life. Like, the quote, money can't buy happiness, I disagree. But I do know that there are rich people that live very unhappy lives. miserable lives, and then there's people
0: that fucking, you know... I definitely
1: think I could definitely buy any type of happiness that I wanted if I had that ability. So, I don't think that's a problem with me. But I don't agree that, you know, it always means, you know, because obviously these people... Yeah. fucking want to kill themselves as do so many yeah, there's. i so do again.
0: understand like the incentive to make more money like you know work hard you make more money because it's like it should be a like a fixed amount because you know what i'm saying like this person over here if i'm out working the fuck out of him there's no reason he should be making the same as me you know what i mean true kind of thing because it's like at the end of the day like if you want a decent life you still have to put effort in you still have to do you know what i'm saying you still have to pursue and pursue what you want. Hopefully. Um, That's why it's
1: so interesting to think about Karl Marx, like the original. Like, I wouldn't even say original because I know that there are authors that predate him. But when he came up with Marxism, Marxism is not the same thing as what communism became, because uh, obviously those countries were shit shows, and it was not <laughs> true yeah. communism. But it's just funny, and I'm I'm not even supporting communism or socialism specifically with this statement, but what he wrote as far as like what he idealized what i'm talking about is marxism what he actually wrote which his shit gets construed wrong so much it's an incredible idea but it also just like with humans we all are not the same even though we would want each other to be like we had talked and so it's just like it's something that i would love to think that that is the perfect life or way to run things but yeah it's, it's just not feasible it's we, like,
0: we, sh- we are, and we, well, we should be all equal under law, but from there, I mean, it's up to you. You want to work harder, you want to do, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, but, you know, we were talking about, like, last podcast, like, everybody doesn't start from, like, an even playing field, it's not, no definitely but, not. but, like, it's, you know, I mean, first of all, like it's a blessing to be even born here, like considering all the freedom, like that you do have to oh, do, yeah. like so many things that are restricted other places. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said again, why do you think so many people are coming? Like, why do you think so many people are at the border?
1: Why well, otherwise there be nobody there.
0: To be a shit show, like it is. Yeah, I mean, lucky it's... to be born on oh, yeah. the Western world, really. Oh like, yeah, That's a still... lot of, the, and I'm not even saying that um, most of the Eastern world like countries are fucked up, but there's a lot of bad stuff like well, still like there's really never a lot of behind the times are, things going on in a lot of those countries well,
1: yeah but, it's yeah. just like they don't have stable government and so there's like so much underhanded bullshit that happens that oh yeah
0: happen. revolts and right well, the well, kind look of at stuff south that America, fucked up the government the
1: south american culture isn't is so cool and if you look at ancient civilization they fucking had it done look at look at the Incas the Aztecs the Mayas and I, that is like literally mainstream one so there's obviously so many that I don't even remember mm-hmm. uh, but they had it going they know what's up so they were living life way before we had our whole technology shit and it is just interesting that s- certain countries have been reduced as far as just like economic stableness because their government fucking sucks so much yeah I'll tell you Latinx people that I've met, they're so fucking cool. They are so cool. So it just makes me sad that like you were saying, there are so many countries that we are lucky, like there's so much dumb shit that happens in this country that I fucking hate oh, yeah. I viscerally hate. <laughs> but for me to have that type of reaction to that kind of shit is its own blessing because I can yeah. care about that and not my own like fucking livelihood. Yeah. So it is it is a difference. And it is something to think about always, and that's why just perspective is so cool, and that's why I think when it's education like you is you
0: key. You even have the ability to pursue like what kind of job you want, or like what you know you can. For the most part, like we can say what we want without you know too much uh, recourse. But like yeah, 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 <laughs> till this comes out. Uh ah! no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I just see some of the. I don't know, like, how bad things got, like, where was it, fucking, um, once they pulled the troops out of where, Afghanistan? Yeah, well, then they, yeah, pulled the last of the, oh, that, that was still there. Oh, that, over was ugly.
1: There. Yeah, that wasn't good.
0: Well, and that's, the crazy thing is, it's like, you know, people posted on social media and stuff before the, all that crazy stuff happened in Iran and Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff, they were pretty, they were living life like a pretty civilized society. Like, they had shit going on decently. And then once things went south, they went really, really south. Like,
1: yeah, I mean...
0: Go back to, like, the 60s and stuff and early 70s, it wasn't as bad over there. Like, I remember seeing Baghdad, Iraq in a Looney Tunes cartoon with Bugs Bunny and he was making it look like a fucking paradise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny. I mean, honestly, Mesopotamia, uh, which is, like, I forget what language that is, but it's, like, a term for the... Uh, Fertile Crescent that's, like, in Iraq. That was literally the the birth of civilization as humans. So the fucking Middle East, they had some shit going on, and they've, they, I just hate all the xenophobia that has happened because of, like, 9-11 shit. And so it's like all the Middle East, they're all the same type, and yeah. they're not. And I work with some people that are Persian that are from um, Iran, uh, and one's Jewish and one is not and then uh, Spencer, actually, his roommate is uh, um, Bengali. She's from Bangladesh, and she's Muslim. And so it's just, I just hate that there's like an idea that Middle Eastern people are all the same and Muslims are all the same. Uh, yeah. And obviously, if you look at Christianity, how how can you get mad if people would make that? Like, I know there are so many people in this country that get mad that are like, like Christian haters, and it's like, okay, well, you. How many people are Muslim haters? So, like, do you not see how, like, that correlates? Like, yeah. And if you look at it, Judaism, Christianity, um, what did I, do I, oh, and, um, uh, Islam, they're all Abrahamic religions. They all have, like, roots that are, they, they came from the same place. Yeah. Which is so funny why there is such a stigma with, I don't know, shit that's not Christianity within the United States. And I get it, so many people were born here, so that's, like, the religion they know, but...
0: There are religion re- is
1: not bad. Well, let me take a step back. <laughs> Beliefs are... Uh, well... Jesus, I hate... I hate. Beliefs are statements. a, a, uh, a, a, a
0: respectable bad. moral compass to fall upon whenever you... I mean, like, because, like, I understand people having faith and, like, you want to believe there's okay, something oh, else. faith.
1: That's the word I was looking for. Faith yeah. is not bad. Faith is not bad. But Jesus Christ, like...
0: Oh man. Literally. Right. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) But no, that is true though. Like, Muslim, just Muslim people in general, like, it's such a, it is a massive religion too. There's so many Muslims. You'd you'd be be ignorant to think that they're, like, that it's all. And that was such a radical. Right like group once again tiny little sec they just happen to be once Muslim. again the minority so not the screw to everybody over exactly. yeah once again the <laughs> minority not the majority exactly and and this minority is being reflective upon what everybody else is doing yeah because they were the
1: loudest and so yep they, which
0: unfortunately- is why the fucking middle people need to speak the fuck up and tell both <laughs> sides to shut the fuck up true Because it's like, but nobody does, because everybody's afraid if they even remotely speak about anything against their own side or whatever, then they'll be affiliated with the other side. That's what everybody's afraid of.
1: Yeah. You I guess I don't necessarily blame them just because of how one-sided everything is
0: now. Yeah. But it's fucking preposterous, because nobody has the balls to fucking just be like, all right, no, this is how, or create a third way, or you know what I'm saying? Like, there's something else there. You know, not
1: even a third way fucking five ways and I know people yeah. are like well that dilutes it and so it's like not the true <laughs> voice of the people but it's like okay you'd be
0: ignorant to think that there's only so two fucking th- perspectives yeah. of, to like yeah, say yeah, that yeah. that's fucking ignorant like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. we said like that's... obviously
1: the Republican Party does not cover the base of everyone that will vote for the Republican Party just as not everyone that votes Democrat is fucking recognized under what they do so it's so, so stupid Oh,
0: yeah. With that, we should probably take our first hour break Mm -hmm. and come back with the good, the bad, and the shits. Brendan's fucking been a part of it before, but this time, he's got his own topics, too. (laughs) See you in a second. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after that break. And now it is time to reintroduce Brendan to the good, the bad, and the shits, where we rate these topics, whether their perception is overrated, underrated, or fair. Would you like to go first? Uh, Yeah, I can go first. Let's do this. Started off with a pretty easy one. I feel like. I've never been a fan. I know a lot of people really aren't a fan, but the people that like it are pretty serious about it. What's your guys' perception on unsweetened tea? (laughs) Unsweetened.
1: I have have a strong opinion about this. (laughs) Only because uh, Jess, she is a southern black lady from Atlanta, Georgia. She loves sweet tea. Yeah. I don't care. I prefer unsweetened tea. Uh, so I think it is underrated. Really? Yes.
0: did see that one coming. Uh, Oh I I love tea. I drink a lot of tea. Was she pumping with the Braves one? Huh? Whenever the Braves won the World Uh, Series?
1: She kinda, but she doesn't even care about baseball for real. So yeah. So she didn't really care. She (laughs) likes the Falcons and the
0: Hawks more, like basketball and football. Okay. Yeah, the Falcons, they get an uphill battle, huh?
1: She was definitely pissed uh, when they blew that lead to Tom Brady (laughs) that year. I bet. She was very mad about that. She would even say that it was thrown. (laughs) Whether I agree, that's here or there. But to keep our uh, relationship intact, I'll say
0: it was a good game. (laughs) A game was still. (laughs) 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 <laughs> no, I don't know. That was one of the most insane comeback victories. To, that was probably, in Super Bowl history, the most insane I would say, comeback. I say, I kind of oh, thought yeah. that, that it wasn't real How did he make second? the time? Right? It's just like, how? What was it, like 20 points in the fourth the
1: quarter? Shits? Or something
0: like that? Yeah, it was like, like twenty. and yeah, they were down 28-3 to 3 at the half. Yeah, that is insane.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god. And Atlanta was really good
0: that year. So, what would you have for a good bad of shits? Unsweetened tea. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, We yeah. got to football. <laughs> um.
1: Give it to me. Tell me you love sweet tea so I can hate you. Sweet tea's fine. I'll drink either one yeah, because, yeah, like, honestly,
0: good. some of the zero-sugar shit I prefer because it's not as much, uh, it's not as weighty or not as much sugar, like, or it's not any sugar, you know what I'm saying? like, And it still tastes pretty good, whether it's soda or Gatorade, and you're still getting, like, the electrolytes and shit. I would probably give unsweet tea, uh, tea a fair perception because I would probably drink it sweet more of the time, even mm-hmm. though, like, I'll, you know, there's some things I don't have. It doesn't have to be that sweet or sugary sure. or whatever the fuck. I don't have anything against it, though. It's not bad. Right. That's it's how not. Like sweet I'll get unsweet almond milk sometimes, like, I, you know, and then I'll get the regular. I'll get, like, the yeah, less. Yeah. I, w- I really like the less sugar one, but then I'll fucking carry that at our store a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, anyway. But, yeah, unsweet tea. It's wow. fair. I mean, it should be around. You know You're I mean? Right, I agree with that. I don't I think it that. should. Yeah, you should have a choice if you want it sweet or not. <laughs> choice. It's all this is. about What's your perception? I don't. I feel like it gets a decent amount of hate, so I'd probably say it's fair. I don't personally like it. Like, I haven't. That's the thing, though. I don't think I've drank, went out of my way and drank on sweet tea in probably eight plus years because there you go. I don't personally <laughs> really go. like it. So I'm like, if I'm going to get a tea, it's going to be like an Arnold Palmer, like tea, iced tea and lemonade or like sure. a sweet tea or something. I don't ever, or a green tea even, but I don't go out of my way to get like an unsweet tea.
1: No, I, I can get that. And that's why I don't hate sweet tea, even though I prefer unsweetened because I do feel like it is a little bit of an acquired taste or you just have to like things that are a little more bitter compared to being sweet. You know, I, I do r- like,
0: like coffee and beer and stuff like that. So it's, you know, you know what I really like is those... Lipton, uh, lemon flavored iced teas like lemon in the bottle, tea is always good in the plastic bottle, good for the environment. Ones, okay. those ones, YOLO, recycle. cycle, but those, no, those are really <laughs> like, well, <actually> <laughs> <No. saying. laughs> hey. I always cut those things apart every time,
1: honestly. I did too because at a young age I saw that and I felt so terrible with the oh, peanut
0: yeah. turtle. That we saw in, like, that gym fucking Oh, where he presentation. was in the middle of the shell. Yeah, yeah. yeah where, like, he, he had to grow around it and shit. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. But so I always cut those fucking or things. Or happy out. feet. See, the thing is, plastic <laughs> exists, <laughs> so you might as well deal with it the best way you can. Fucking recycle it. For real. But, you know, I mean, it's it's still well, out. Yeah, there. They're still making
1: in our bodies it. Now. Have you, yeah. uh. There's a meme. Do you remember, uh. When Bane in uh, what was it the third Batman of the Christopher Nolan The Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Bane is like in his fucking element and he whoops Batman's ass. Have you seen that meme where it's like Bane? I am here to fulfill. Little pink guy in a stupid suit saying something else. I saw that and it was like uh, Bane was (coughs) boomers pumped with lead and oil or whatever it was, and it was like millennials and Gen Z like with microplastics, and I thought that was hilarious (laughs) because that's.
0: Probably true. True. They can can make hemp plastic, but they choose not to. Oh,
1: well, because, you know, hemp is the devil's lettuce. It's like... It's not as much... uh, We're opening um, dispensaries on every corner. I guess.
0: (laughs) I don't... Because I guess they could make... I've, I've heard that that's the case. I don't know if that's true, that they could make more... For less with hemp so it would like well it would biodegrade and it would be it would <coughs> last like 80 days or some shit like that some of the plastic bottles and the you know oh making but the, the problem is you would have to convert everything and i think that's just it's more expensive than everybody's I'm sure willing to the problem the whole problem is like the same thing that fucking adam said one time with the automation thing is that like whenever automation put out or like put people out of a lot of jobs come what 2030 probably or something roughly uh loose timeline it's not like it's okay you know it's like oh okay well people will say like there'll be other jobs but the problem is that fucking all those people that are losing their jobs they're gonna be automated jobs it's not like they're being automatically replaced with these new jobs you know what i mean so what the fuck do people do without some sort of universal basic income or just some sort of fucking supplement, you know, uh, of cash flow. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm not against universal income. I don't know how it would work in our country. No. I'm not against it necessarily.
0: I think Andrew Yang was a little bit of ahead of his time. He just kind of probably. probably came at the wrong time. Yeah. I, it's just confusing to me. I can't understand where the money would come from because like- No, I know. It I'm like, we're sense. already- fucking it, insanely in debt how are we gonna give people this money every well, well, month the whole idea is you're supposed to
1: cut spending back so that way you yeah. could afford it but you know we know who's that, gonna do that yeah it always sounds like oh well, fuck yeah but it just never happens
0: i mean i've people easily could but could they, they won't just yeah they don't now people are used to the way they're living so oh for sure it's too comfortable yeah there's and no, they're not I mean, willing to make could the uh, sacrifices. And even if the majority ch- like change or even half, like it, it wouldn't be enough, you know. Oh, for sure. Well, like it just. Well, like they
1: say, corporate imprint is a lot bigger than just normal consumers, and it makes sense because they have fucking entire factories that are they have a lot of power, working nonstop. Yeah, and so it's consuming so much energy compared to like even people who are like using a TV a bunch. A TV is like dollars a month to use electronically. Compared Power line, yeah.
0: So. Yeah, you look at those all these fucking all these fucking goddamn raises that they gave everybody. Oh, let's raise the minimum wage, went all to hell because inflation fucking disputed all that shit. It disrupted all of it, and now it's back to whatever. Well, the and price. I
1: would think that no matter what, <laughs> in a no matter how stable or unstable an economic system is. If you all of a sudden raise the, and I'm not against it. Like I said, I feel like it probably should have happened a more long time ago, so it could have had a more long term effect to see if like it was effective. Because like raising up to $15 an hour now doesn't matter because of like you just said inflation. Because like, and I have no idea if this is true, but I have heard that, and this is probably U.S. wide, so this could include fucking like L.A. and New York, which are just super expensive. Cities. In Chicago. Yeah, or Chicago, right. I heard $24 an hour is supposedly, like, the uh, livable wage now, if mathematics are considering just, like, an overall average of the country. 24 $24 an hour. Yeah. And, like I said, I have no idea if that's true or not. But I do think, because whenever, the last time that I was working a minimum wage job, and this is Missouri because this is state-by-state, for me it was, like, nine twenty-five. Uh, and whatever I had previously, that was like a bump. So there was like a year went by. This is I'm I'm talking like 2013. So I do think that it has been stagnated for a long time, but the timing of when they decided to do it was not good. I w- I will say that. Amazing. If it would have happened earlier when the economy was better, it would have been a different story. But we don't because we wait till it's too late. Well, that's that's the problem. We always try to fix things when they're already broken. Like it's like yeah. but when well, we
0: band-aid the problem along the way, oh but we God. never implement a permanent fix. Look
1: at the housing market. I like I said, I am not an economist, but you can see what happened in 2008 with the housing market. How much bullshit led up to the people Loaning out money that they knew that they would never get paid back or they didn't have any business loaning out. Like, it was just absolutely terrible bank practices. And they got bailed out. And look where we are. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, they were looking at massive inflation. And it's like banks are, are all of a sudden tightening the rope on shit. It's like, Jesus Christ, I guess the taxpayers exist to give banks money. Yeah. And that's-, that's it.
0: We feed. We have to feed the system to keep the For ears real. turning. You know. For real. I'm good. Things. Yeah. Burn bright. But yeah, that's. That's, uh, that's unsweetened and sweetened tea. I yeah, thought. that was the tangent on sweet and unsweet tea.
1: A well, good thing we solved world problems in that process. I,
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. The uh, that's what we intended. It's like, alright, get that out of the way. That was a minor thing. Let's go on to the next segment. <laughs> so it's like uh, <laughs> that's how the good, the bad, and the shits kinda go. The, uh, it, we it do just get really deep, leads I mean into something. it segues, yeah. The um I mean I said fair, you said un, you said underrated, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. But I'm biased. I mean I mean, I mean it's it's
0: whatever your stronger opinion is. It's because is.
1: I know so many people that prefer sweet and Yeah, like, Where's the love? But the love's already there. It should
0: also come from your personal opinion, too, because you're like, whoa. You're like, I don't know about that. I don't see it that way. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what a lot of it is. Um, (laughs) But, uh, all right, I'll throw mine out there. How about that? We're going to bring this a little back, because we were going to talk about it, I think, when we came on before, but circumstances dictated. We just had the night we had, and we we talked about whatever the hell we did. Um, We always said we were going to talk about the movie Soul. So I'm gonna throw that out there oh, as a good, good bad, the shits. Okay. Overrated, underrated, or fair? Pixar, Disney movie, I fucking wanted to watch it before uh, you came on, admittedly, and I didn't. Ooh. Um, but! My takeaway, like, I mean, I really, really liked it. I thought it was oh deep. Oh god, yeah. I loved Dude, it. Dude, it, it was... That's the thing, like, seeing that as a Pixar, like, Disney Pixar movie, I'm like... Cool the, this was own. intended for kids, but was it? Because the yeah. message was so deep. It yeah. was like
1: but that's why I love it so much because I think they took the approach that it's simple enough. they they took huge concepts and they made it very simple and and yeah, the movie is deep as hell, but they don't like get anything too complicated across your plate if you just like kind of just look at it how it is. That's why I yes. love it so much because, like you said, like do kids understand that? And I was being a teacher. I bet you they do. Kids are smarter than what you would usually assume, just because they are always watching and absorbing from their environment. Yeah. And that's why I love that movie so much because I think that's a very positive movie, just about a lot of things that are deep concepts that adults have a lot of trouble with. Uh, yeah. So that being said, even though I just gave it a hand job. I would say <laughs> it's fair, because I feel like people that have seen it, it's, it's they say similar things that I would say. Yeah. So I would say fair. Um,
0: First, nobody puts it as well as, well as you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a <Ann> job. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably honestly, and this is just comparing it to other Disney Pixar films, I would say it's underrated. Just because I feel like, like, for what it was and, like, how deep it was and really, like, what it could teach kids and adults, like, I feel like it didn't get nearly as over as, like, some of the Disney Pixar films did. Like, it was kind of swept, like, passed over because it was also a pandemic film and stuff. Like, so if you didn't have Disney+, Plus, you didn't watch it. Right, exactly.
1: That's a good point.
0: So, I don't know. I feel like it was... Really, really, really good, but it obviously didn't get the love. You know, Monsters, Inc., Cars, Toy Story, yeah. Up, any of the rest of those. After I, after I spent, like, New Year's Eve with you guys and you told me to go home and watch it, you are like, you need to watch this movie. Yeah. I came back here and watched it. I think Corey watched it with me, too. But no, it was a fucking, like, tremendously it was a, deep film. like a
1: dope-ass movie. It I really was. It. I it will really say was. that's probably my favorite now... Pixar Disney movie personally so I, I would agree that in a lot of chances it is underrated but yeah.
0: luckily people I've talked to like it yeah. so there are probably fucks out there that hate on it <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure but you, go got, to, uh, yeah. you got one?
1: Uh, go go to one of yours okay. I, I want to try and play off one of you guys oh, Okay. that I've, that I've heard
0: Alright. Well, we'll move on to my music one then. Oh, cool. What is your guys' perception on the late, great Bob Marley?
1: Bob Marley. And
0: I understand either side, too, because he's very well known still. True.
1: That's a tough one. This is a tough one. I definitely love Bob Marley. Hmm. I, I'd i like to say fair for that one, too. That being said, though, it does seem like Bob Marley crowd is, like, ride hard or die. Like, either you're into him or you're not. I know there are a lot of people... That I feel like would I would hope still say even if they don't like him it's like you know culturally he was kind of a big deal yeah <laughs> so for sure I would say fair yeah I'm confident with that I'm not crazy about his music honestly I've listened to a decent amount of it it's good definitely I'm just not crazy about reggae necessarily yeah but I definitely I just have to be in the mood for it if I'm not then I don't I don't, don't want to listen to it
0: so, like, I feel like reggae music, it can be sometimes, like, the deepest message, and sometimes they, they can be talking about slavery and shit like that within the song, but it always just sounds like, oh, man, I could fucking sit down, roll a joint, and have a good time, like, <laughs> listening to it. it's, It never sounds like a... like. As harsh as some of the messages that they're putting in the music right. sometimes. The specific
1: beat that it has, it's, it's very chill. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a, a chill, good time sounding kind yeah. of music.
1: I mean, I definitely appreciate it for what it is. And I, I actually love a lot of stuff that's influenced by reggae, which is ironic. Because I just don't like full-blown reggae all the time. Like I said, if I'm in the mood, then I'll jam to it. But if I'm not, it's definitely not something I'm just like, i want to listen to Bob Marley. I don't do that. I, I have, but I, I, I don't really do it very often. <laughs> yeah, I got So it. fair, because he's yeah. badass. And he, I mean, you fucking see his posters everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of cool you can't art, really, like, shit like yeah, him. You here. can't really undermine his cultural impact. His yeah, message i mean, that's what I'm cool. So, so I, I would probably say fair beer. as well. Um, speaking on it. So... Yeah, it's, that is the thing, though, he's, so, he's super, like, known still, but the, I feel like his oh, yeah. image and what he is, even is way bigger than his music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, him as an icon is, like, no doubt, like, fucking legendary, like, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, like, I could, yeah, Fair is definitely, he's definitely not underrated, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, you still got a lot of attention. Who's next? Alright.
1: Let's
0: go ahead. You wanna go? Okay, um. Wait, one more. This is just something I was thinking about is like, you know, not everybody, like, even as a kid, like, gets to, like, come home to, like, a home cooked kind of meal situation. So, what do you think of that in general? Like, just. Home cooked meals or, like, family kind of, you know, like, doing that whole deal? Because I would assume. I mean, you guys are always busy with sports and shit growing up and oh, yeah. everything, but you yes. guys are a pretty well-oiled unit.
1: We're pretty good, I'd say, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely disagreed with a shit ton of what my parents uh, did at the time, <laughs> and I would say I still disagree with it now, but I'd like to say that they, they led me decently all right, and yeah. just as far as like what our relationships are all with each other, now that we're all grown and out of the house... I would say it's pretty legit, so I can appreciate that, absolutely.
0: Um, I mean, like, as far as just, like, just that setting of, like, having that to, like, you know, be raised in that kind of environment. Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, man...
1: I would say it's underrated, but not in a... I'm not, like, a, you know, friends-can't-be-family kind of guy. Yeah. Even though I know that when it is your intrinsic family, I know that that's going to mean something, because biologically... You guys, fucking share DNA. Yeah. So that's one thing. Obviously, though, environment you know, friends that's why there are certain friends that you consider family. So, yeah, I'm not like aunt, or I'm not like so pro family to where I'm like, fucking, if your family's toxic, you still have to just be with them. Like, yeah. no, if they're toxic, like, I get it, that's not healthy, and it's that's a really tough thing to overcome. So, but I, I would say if it gets to be a positive experience, it's absolutely underrated because. If your parents do a good job, then that sets you up at least emotionally to certain degrees. Obviously, agreed. There's so many different factors that come in of raising to a kid, but I would say that that's just underrated because it can be something that's very uh, stabilizing, and it helps you understand. Just like I think one thing that's important within my family, we all have like a different perspective, and while we obviously share tons of things together there are enough differences to where that's why we, we're able to communicate and call each other out when we think we're right <laughs> and we definitely aren't just because we're being biased as fuck at the time Yeah, I will definitely appreciate my family in that way at all times so I think that is absolutely the the key because if people can call you out on your own bullshit and it's like in a loving place it's so important because like we are fucking flawed so, obviously, we're always going to need guidance. And whether it comes from a good friend that's giving you good advice or a family member, you know, so be it. However it works, just, it's hard to find sometimes, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, underrated.
0: Damn. <laughs> yeah. I would probably agree for sure underrated, but it's like... Like you said, it really does depend on the environment, because, yeah, if you have a good... It's mm-hmm. like, if they if you come home and dinner's, you know, pr- getting prepared and everybody's getting ready and they got the plates set out and it's like, oh, we're having family dinner tonight, and you talk sit down and talk about your day and stuff, then that's great, you know? that's You couldn't ask for anything more than that, but, like... If that's what you're raising, you think that that's what everybody does, but, like, then you kind of get older and you're like, wow, you know, you realize a lot of shit about a lot.
1: Yeah. I think the most important thing is, as a parent, you can't forget what it was like for you to be a kid. And I think that is sometimes the biggest problem with parents, because then it's like, your kid cannot do anything wrong in your light of sight. It's like, people have to make mistakes as they're growing up to fucking figure it out. And, you know, you can only hope that you're able to mitigate the fucking huge mistakes that would be life-altering, but... You would, there's got to be some, like, you know, we have freedom of will, so to speak, for a reason. And so, I mean, I think that plays a lot into parenting and my idea. Like I said, I'm not a parent yet, so watch me flip the switch. But I got a lot of friends, uh, and I, I mean, like I said, I was a teacher, so I got to see kids that were from broken homes that would say, it's yeah. fucking overrated, and they hate their family. So I get it, and I worked at the detention center. Some of those kids absolutely fucking hate their parents because their parents are the whole reason why they are in fucking juvenile detention. It's like it's the parents' fault, but because, you know, kid in the United States, juvenile record is way nicer. Yeah. So their kid gets thrown under the bus for a shitty lifestyle all the time. And it's
0: definitely not Because of their fucking dumbass decisions. So, yeah, so, you know,
1: people like that, they're absolutely going to say it's overrated. And I don't blame them. But that's why my perspective if i mean it's always got to come from the right place it's it's everything yeah like too much uh, if you're if you like are absolute freak about something and can't take feedback it's never gonna be good even if you're like supporting a good cause like you're gonna turn into i don't know like a bride a bridezilla uh for a term like the the bride is like orchestrating what she wants in her day uh and you know when it goes overboard they get the uh the comment of that they're a bright It's like the same thing that applies to everything. If, like, you have a good cause, but you just f- are freaking out and you can't take feedback, and e- even if the feedback's not good, like, that's one thing you can be right and still pursue a good cause, and that's a problem. People don't ever want to admit when they're wrong, ever. <laughs> Especially, like, we've talked about, I'll say this fucking five times probably at this point, that instant gratification. It's like if we've been proved wrong, it's like almost like we have to double down on it and be like, no, I'm right. And you look up some bullshit that, of course, on the Internet is going to say you're right because you're going to look for it. And there's billions of people in the world. So, yeah, sure, it's out there. It doesn't mean it's right. And you're going to look for what you want to find. And you're gonna be like, well, look at this. And it's like if you're always that person, terrible, <sighs> <so laughs> Awful.
0: Everybody wants to be that person, though, at times.
1: Oh, no, and I, yeah, I'm definitely guilty of it. There's definitely <laughs> been times where, you know, I see something and I'm like, oh, they're so fucking wrong and I want to be... Shove it down their throat. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> look how right I am and how wrong you are, but that's obviously not right. And I'm stupid to think that I could be that right. Like, that's what wisdom's all about, like, recognizing that no matter how right you think you are... and you're you're not someone else's universe, so you still could be wrong even if you think you're right. <laughs> and of course, there are objective truths, but even those are stretched a lot all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: true. Subjectivity, <laughs> they say, is the name of the game. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna spit one since we're some juices are flowing. Okay. I'm gonna go music. I'm gonna say. Last time I said Jimi Hendrix, didn't I?
0: I think I might have. Oh, you? Because we it. did talk about it, yeah, but yeah. And then we like introed back in with one of his. So I'm gonna
1: say Little Wayne. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say Little Wayne. Only because recently I came to a re- like a revelation of just like the mixtape era. I kind of forgot, Little Wayne was running that shit for a little bit. As far as, like, No Ceilings, um, I forget, there's another one that was, you know, a lot of people would argue it was even better, but I definitely listened to the shit out of No Ceilings. And I definitely think that he hit a plateau in his career at some point. I won't say when, because I don't know. Because I'm not a master. But in my <laughs> personal taste, he hit a plateau. But I would say... <laughs> He was influential no matter what. So, what do you boys oh, yeah. think? <laughs> Wait, I forget. When are you guys born? I forget how much older. Am I two? three? March
0: 1996. 96? And August 96. 96. Okay. So, probably about a five year difference. So,
1: that's not too... That's not bad. So, what do you guys think about Little Wayne?
0: Honestly, like... And I've said this before, if I just non biasly just hit shuffle on my library and let shit play, the three rappers that would just inevitably play the most would be Wiz Khalifa, Notorious B.I.G., and Lil Wayne. For sure. Okay. Lil Wayne, I've listened to him fucking half my life at this point, probably. (laughs) So... I don't know, though. I can't say he's underrated, because everybody knows his name, and he's been featured on everybody's shit. True. His name's out there, but like you said, his popularity isn't now what it was at one point, I wouldn't say. Definitely. I mean, I still keep up with him and shit, but yeah, it's like... No, the early 2010s. I'm from 10s, that era. He was... Fucking booming. He was smoking some shit, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, all that shit he made, like Drake and shit. He's oh, still yeah. doing all yeah, that. Right. Well, <laughs> if you are a fan,
1: I, uh, I'm curious, <laughs> what would you say is like your favorite like album to listen to? If you if you can pick one. I mm. really like
0: the Carter Four and Five. I like both those yeah 5 I'm a big fan of 5 Four's yeah been. um I'd say the Carter 3 the Carter 4 and maybe I Am Not a Human Being 2 maybe but I don't know cause some of his early shit like the original the Carter was fire yeah it was and the it first was- No Ceilings mixtape was good and Sorry for the Wait was good yeah He made that rock album. Yeah. Rebirth. Rebirth, yeah. Rebirth. I wasn't a big fan of that one. It was okay. Drop the World was pretty sick. It was. He was in that MGK song, that Drug Dealer song. Yeah, He's That verse is pretty fucking dope, honestly. When he
1: hits, he hits pretty hard. He does, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: as an artist, like, I mean, I'm not going to say he's overrated, I'm... Like, uh, I mean, he's probably fair, too, to be honest, but, yeah. um, I mean, I really enjoy his music, and, like, some of his music, I think, like, what he can do, even if, some people are like, oh, this doesn't make a damn bit of sense, it's like, man, but it's selling, and, it, like, it gets over, people fucking listen to it, like, all the time and shit, and, like, sure. people are all, there's... He's always got a crowd of people that are going to, you know, instantly fucking download his music when it comes out, brand new shit. And, uh, I don't know, I mean, he might even be a little bit underrated as far as being a uh, an artist, like, you know what I'm saying, a musician, like, in, in a lot of ways, I think. But, I mean, he's probably fair, but I just, like, I think he's pretty talented. Yeah. And I think, at this point, too, he's had a lot of people rip into him, like... But it's like he. Everybody wants to work with him he because he's he's universally like has all these relationships with all these people and like if you know what I'm saying, if you're that hated, like you're not gonna have all those relationships and want people to you know work with you and shit. Dude like worked that. hard. Like oh yeah, no in yeah, the he 2000s, had thousands.
1: It wasn't he easy. Literally was almost on every fucking big artist's album somehow and like on a feature. Oh it's yeah.
0: hilarious because me and my driver at work today we're literally having this exact conversation because the song Down came on on the radio, yeah, and he said, he was like, man, this is from that era where every hit song had a like featured verse from Will Wayne. And I was like, yeah, that happened. It was like, if you wanted to get on the radio, you had a a verse from Will Wayne in your song. Put
1: them in and you'll get on. (laughs) It's a fucking auto-kill.
0: Yeah, it's a winning formula.
1: He had some uh, really good shit with uh, the dedications with DJ Drama. Some of those mixtapes, those are yeah. really badass too. But I would say fair. I would say fair. I would say maybe his like historical influence may be a little underrated. But I would say fair as far as like
0: he definitely his body of work and everything. Yeah, I
1: mean, he he definitely was able to hit mainstream and fucking yeah. get some dingers under his belt. Yeah, what, uh, Carter Three, I think won some Grammy for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: That was a big album. Yeah, that was like huge for him. Okay. The Carter 1 though. Yeah, man, I mean, Go, go like, DJ still fucking hits right? hard. And honestly, Carter <laughs> 2 is really badass
1: too. Yeah. Fucking
0: Fireman. Best yep, rapper Fire Alive. Was fun though. <gasps> I thought man, I almost thought Fireman was on the Carter 3, but that was on the Carter 2.
1: Yeah. And it's funny, Carter 1 and 2 are kind of old. I mean, find yeah, of, nowadays. You are old. Oh like, yeah, really? they're old now. Oh, I got another one. All right. If you guys are in the rap game, Lupe Fiasco. Are you familiar?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know some of the stuff. I know. I know that he has a major fucking hate for Kid Cudi.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't even know what their beef is. But yeah, I know they got beef.
0: He said something, like, I remember after that fucking Chris Rock, Will Smith slap, he, he went on Twitter and said, like, he was like, man, these, t- these two men need to talk it out and bury the hatchet. And then he said, like, but it's still fuck Kid Cudi, though. And it's like, but why? He's hated him for, like, years.
1: That's funny. I like them both. That's fine.
0: But he does... He definitely releases some stuff, too, that's like... I don't know if he still does, because I haven't, like, listened to his stuff in a long time, honestly. The stuff I listened to was in, like, the early 2010s of his, to be honest.
1: He had a moment where he was doing pretty well. But, yeah, I feel like before and after, other than the peak, he he didn't have a lot going
0: on. He released some stuff, though, that was, like... Made a statement... And it, like, politically and stuff, too, and... Right. Like, I remember that, Aaron, I heard some of those songs, because, or, like, Anthony Herbie, actually, like, was into him, and he was like, he talks about some real stuff, and he was like, oh, he's <laughs> trying to play him and shit, and that made me not like him for a minute. I was like, man, <laughs> get him the fuck out of here. Right, when people will, like, <laughs> When they do that, when they, like, invade you like that... <laughs> Yeah, the way he does it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love Anthony, though. Man, yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Tupac. We would always get into it oh. over Notorious Big and Tupac, because he would always be fucking ridiculous about Tupac. And it was like... Is it because you're a Biggie fan? I, maybe it was because of that, but it was also just because he was ridiculous about any of the shit that he supported. Just being on. Being honest. Yeah. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco. I, honestly, I'd probably say overall his body of work and stuff, he, probably underrated because, yeah, he had like a few, like a small stint where he was pretty known mainstream and he got on the radio. And I mean, a lot of rappers, that seen as like a, a bad thing. Like a thing in poor taste, like a lot of the rap games, like oh you went mainstream, you got on the radio, you're shit now. Right. You know? true. So
1: the whole underground versus mainstream battle.
0: And I feel like the oh, yeah, underground hip hop game is getting bigger and bigger and bigger now. Yeah. So a lot of streaming services to release your music. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. If I'm going to have an accurate answer, like, because I haven't really listened to any of his albums, like, as of recent, you know what I mean? I've probably heard some songs, and some songs I don't really mind, but, I mean, he, like, he definitely had a few songs that, like, really fucking of over big. Like, what was that song? The Show Goes On?
1: Oh, yeah, that one was big. That was, yeah. I would think, he may have some other ones that are, like, stream higher, but I remember, like, that was, like, when he
0: was getting played on the radio and shit. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a radio song.
1: Yeah. That
0: album was good, though. I mean, that song was what it was, but... That was J. Cole's workout. Was it? <laughs> like it? Like it got on the radio that big. That was Lupe Fiasco's big smash radio hit. For sure. That probably got him hated on. Yeah. I
1: would say underrated, personally. Um, just because he doesn't have fucking skill, like lyrically he knows what's up I mean he says some pretty cool shit he usually has some alright beats too
0: <laughs> have you like kept up with all of his music no like, in not. Uh,
1: I mean I heard he released something like back in February and I listened to it, and it was pretty dope uh, but that was just one song I don't know if he came out the whole album or, or what but uh, I've only listened to like one of his recent albums it's the one that's like geometric shapes with, like, bright colors. I don't remember what it's called. It might be called Geometry. Could be very wrong, though. I don't remember if that's, like, just a song. I see the album cover in my, my brain, but I don't know what it's called. But that was, like, the last album I listened to, and that was, like, I want to say 2017. So I'm not really hip on a lot of this new stuff. It's impossible
0: mean, to keep up with everyone. Really.
1: Yeah, I know. It's so hard, like, especially... I, but when whenever I was rocking I'm like with uh oh like what what was the album before lasers uh the, like, kick push was on food liquor store I think yeah, it was like something something food liquor store that album was one of my favorites growing up that was like when I was entering college, I was like dude, yes <laughs> I was going to say, Lasers probably was his biggest album, for sure. Yeah, as far as mainstream, Yeah, I would think. I don't work on his team. I'm not his accountant, so I don't know the (laughs) news, but that's my guess. That'd be mine, too. (laughs) I got another quick one. Modern horror movies. Because I feel like there's... Been a little bit of a comeback, obviously, with some of the remakes of the classics that have happened.
0: Yeah, the originals, like the first Conjuring, was fucking really good, and then they just kind of beat the idea to death, and they've made like six of them, a different. Uh, I saw Universal Pictures. Yeah, console. like a
1: random Reddit photo of like the web of all the movies that are actually involved with that storyline, and I was like, Jesus Christ, too many. I've I've only seen I think the first two, so I can't Conjuring, comment, but. Yeah. Yeah, one and two was the only ones I've seen but like I'm talking even like the Halloween remakes or the Jason remake or even the Nightmare on Elm Street even though I think the most recent one for that one is even kind of old this 2010 point. right yeah. yeah so that's kind of that's a little old so but I mean just in general because I, I I just feel like horror genre was I don't know if bigger is the right word but it just kind of seemed be... Like now, I don't know. It doesn't unless it's like paranormal shit, it's like you know, people will
0: still show up for the classics. Like whenever the new screen came out, people like came out big time for that, that one. one. Um and I think like the legacy movies, like if they if they made another nightmare or like a Friday or like, you know, that uh Chucky show got on like Peacock and stuff like that and people watched yeah, it. Was it. Good. it was on oh, Sci I it aired on sci Fi sci- but then they put it on Peacock and shit. And then you can uh you know, you can watch that, and that's, like, after a lot of the films they've made. They already are getting a season two for it. You know yeah. They?
1: Whoa. I didn't yeah. even know that they Yeah, like I said, I didn't
0: know there was a season one. Um, I really wish they'd make another Nightmare on Elm Street movie.
1: Every time. I feel like what they could do now with the Freddy could be pretty cool. You know, I think Robert
0: Englund could still play him while he's still fucking alive, man. And I wish they'd do it. She's you know, you could world. do anything now. Like, they could they could make work. There's there is some decent ones coming out. Like I James Wan makes some decent ones. Like I thought Malignant wasn't too bad. I didn't see the that. yeah, we one. Uh, Jordan Peele I don't know if you could consider those horror, but they're kinda like thriller. Yeah, like Psychological. psychological thriller. Yeah.
1: I like those, like us and uh, Get Out. Get Out. Yeah. We'll see. Did he come out in, One's coming out this year. About to come out another one. Yeah. I thought those were good. Oh, the new Candyman. i have never seen the original, so I can't uh, compare. But didn't Jordan Peel do the remake of Candyman? He helped write it. Yeah. Okay. That was
0: that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one too. I don't, I don't know, mind though. seeing that one again. They're all they're all that is the thing though. There is some original concepts. Right. But it's mainly adding on to the conjuring or they're remaking old shit, oh, for the most part. Yeah, New Line, all they fucking want to do is add on to uh, The Conjuring, like, the universe and everything, with, with, like, with the nun and with The Conjuring 2. Right, all the that shit plus. is somehow connected. Annabelle. Yeah, um, Annabelle. I haven't even seen any Annabelle. I've seen
1: one Annabelle. That's it. And I mean, How I many see, is there? Three? I think three. I think. Jesus. Quote me, I dare you. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I think. But... Get so that clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always find it fascinating that Danny McBride has done the new Halloween movies.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he helped write he's those. like,
1: yeah, a writer and a director for that shit. And, uh, do you guys watch uh, Righteous Gemstones? Yeah. yeah. I think that show's pretty
0: fucking funny. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> great. Did you watch Eastbound and Down?
1: Yes. And that's it like, was fucking man, great. that's like original, I mean... He could have had shit otherwise, but I feel like that's the earliest I found out about Danny McBride was Eastbound and Down. That Mm -hmm. is funny as hell. He is so good at being just a dick. Oh, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Man, he just knows what to say to just, like, absolutely hate (laughs) on people. It's so funny.
0: (laughs) The Righteous Gemstones, uh, yeah, like, we came across that and we're like, oh, fuck, let's start this series. And it was easy to get caught up because they're only, like, season two or just finished season two. Yeah. But it's entertaining as hell, and like it's it's got him. It's got uh, what's his name? John well, John goodman's, goodman's in it, but also uh, what's his name? Adam Devine. Adam Devine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He plays that a funny character. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you, I like, think he could be gay, but you're not sure. It's
1: never. It's it's always there, but it's like never like actually said. Yeah.
0: <laughs> him and that one dude. I I forget that guy's name. Oh, the uh, ex-Satanist.
1: Yes. I don't remember his name either. <laughs> Keith. I think it's Keith.
0: Yeah, it definitely started with a gay.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it could be definitely different. I don't remember. But, man, that, His that name was, is, like,
0: Calvin or something, right? I think so. Calvin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that ex-Satanist guy. Whenever he's in, like, that club, and he's getting, like, all those temptations, uh, and he's, like, trying to resist... And stuff, Oh, God, I found him.
0: Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> he finds him, and he's like, oh, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what was happening, but something something wild was going on. They said they intended on that, like, going their longest show, right? Like, uh, Adam McKay and whoever the fuck that was directing it. Oh, really? They yeah. said, like, yeah, like, longer than he spent it down, or, like, that va- like Vice Principles, I guess it was. Oh, I didn't yeah, really... That
1: was only, like, what? Two
0: seasons, maybe? Yeah, that was pretty short. Um, it was... I didn't really see much of that, but, I mean, I saw all these about down, like, many years ago, and I thought yeah. it was fucking hilarious. Oh, my God, for sure. Um, he's definitely gotta be positioned in the right roles, but, like, he... I mean, right. it's... But he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Danny McBride?
1: Whenever in, uh, what is it? This is the end? Uh, like, that end of the world movie? Yeah. Uh,
0: Whenever he had Channing
1: Tatum like all chained up in his life. Man, that was so funny.
0: He's like, what's it look like? A fucking cannibal dog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just loved that Channing Tatum was uh, playing that role. That was so perfect.
0: It's fucking Channing Tatum. Right. He was like his gimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you see this? He's like, I butt fuck this little dude. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loves me, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious with some of his shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that he can just... It, like, because Hulk entirely... It's basically the same formula with his characters. Like, really Hulk is. entirely fuck a situation. And make it absolutely horrible. And then at the end of it, be like, Well, this is all your guy's fucking fault. I don't know what you were doing. And just blame it on everybody else and take no blame for it. But he does it in a hilarious fashion.
1: <laughs> the fact of in Eastbound and Down, him just being, supposedly, just a great picture. It's just, especially just who his character is,
0: is so... I'm cool. Kenny fucking Powers! <laughs> his name,
1: perfect fucking name, too. Kenny Powers.
0: <laughs> Man. You, maybe, you could maybe see him being a closer come in for like an inning or something. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I created him on like MLB in. 2012. And <laughs> yeah, <right.
1: laughs> yeah, come in like the 8th or ninth inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wouldn't be <laughs> pitching 6-7 like, <laughs> innings. His
0: fastball was like over 100, but like everything else was just modest, you know, it wasn't that right. good. Nothing
1: special. Bringing the heat.
0: <laughs> that's a closer job though, really. They just gotta come and try to blow the ball past the guy exactly. and that's it. Give him hell. Who's up next? You got another one? Yeah. it Kind of like following up on the home-cooked meals thing a little bit, but it's sort of a different path. Figured it'd be a decent one to bring up because you had a lot of siblings and your mom was a teacher in the school district and stuff. What do you guys feel about hometown pride? Like people like taking pride in their hometown. <laughs> oh, man. It's such...
1: It's such a love-hate relationship for me. Because, like, growing up, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Because it was like, you're battling those other schools for random shit, whatever it is. Who even knows what? It doesn't have to be anything. It's like, oh, man. It could be anything. But, obviously, once you uh, become of age, I feel like it's real silly to keep that mindset. Uh, And I would definitely encourage people not. Because real world doesn't work like that no. <laughs> and it's really silly um, so yeah I would say oh, I would say it's overrated just because there are too many idiots that don't know that <laughs> but obviously the people that do get it I would say it's underrated because I think it's just such a unique experience like uh, Jess my fiance she grew up in Atlanta so small town world to her means nothing and she's always so confused when I tell her about random like Social, social dynamics of just friends and our proximities and she's always just like been from the city like either I was fucking with you or I wasn't like there has never been like an on or off switch like if at any point she's always cut people out if they weren't fucking with her and I was like I mean that's commendable because I feel like some people because of that hometown pride hold on to shit that they don't need to hold on to
0: and it's really silly to hold on to it that's the fucking truth yeah, like people
1: say that's the golden years, and I'm not saying, if that's your golden years, okay, but if those are your golden years, that means like you've, you're you like, not trying anything new for the rest of your life, is what that oh, sounds yeah. like to me. Like, I can understand, like, you have good memories about it. I have great memories about fucking high school, and I know high school for some people is a nightmare, so I can't speak to that, but if you were one of those people that were anywhere that had a good time or were in the middle, and that's like your grip of what life is, like, functionally all the time, is that's insane to me. Yeah. Especially when you find out Hillsborough. I mean, we're in a small town. We're not the smallest, but we're pretty small. What would we, recently broke 3,000? I think in the, uh, that was like the 2,000, I think 20 census, uh, we broke 3,000. Be like 4,000, because, of, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Especially how that shit goes down. No kidding. But, roughly yeah that size i guess um and people will think like that's it Like, no, I, I even just me moving to st louis which st louis is not even a big city oh my god now that I've you know, it's decreased in size yeah i mean it definitely had uh it's heyday many years ago it definitely uh has shrinked since as far as population uh but even in its heyday, it wasn't a huge city compared to fucking east-west coast or, like, Chicago or even down south, like, fucking... I think it was Cornwallis always,
0: and like, and shit. roughly, like, 16th biggest population on that list. Oh, Something I would like bet that. it's like even, it, I don't even know if it that. was. I mean, like, then, not now. Now, I'm sure it's lower.
1: I, honestly, Kansas City's fucking cooler than St. Louis now. I mean... Kansas, Kansas City, there's a lot of action in Kansas started City started now. It's up. huge.
0: Back in the day, St. Louis used to manufacture a bunch of shit out here. And yeah. We built the ice cream cone, you know. Jesus we had Christ. We a real fair out here. Also,
1: some of the pinnacles of uh, human innovation. <laughs> the yeah. The ice cream cone. The toasted rabs. Oh, Jesus. Give me some of those. The, uh... the <laughs> the,
0: uh, ass. The, goo- <laughs> the gooey butter cake. Ooh, oh, geez. yeah. Oh, when I'm feeling guilty, boy, I'll take a piece. I think actually four pieces. (laughs) It's some good shit, man.
1: But yeah, if... um, So yeah, uh, I would say my perspective, it's overrated. um, But I could see how it could be underrated in a very certain way. (sighs) Yeah.
0: What do you think? It was a good old hometown pride. I think whenever you're there it's underrated. Because yeah, it's look back it's on fun it. to come out yeah, f- to come out for the team and shit like that and like you should yeah. be supporting your like class and your group of people. You know what I'm saying? Like that's your that's who you're, you that's who you're gonna you be know, with from know. kindergarten to fucking you know, senior year and shit. Yeah. But I uh I mean no, like no. It like after high school, after graduation, like you should probably let that ease off and just Right. You know, maybe if you have a sibling I play a game or something, you can watch it, or, you know, you go do whatever, like, and I know you had plenty of that. For sure. So it's not like you were like, oh, yep, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, ready to whack it. <laughs> 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 Fucking. Some people, though. But, like, I mean, yeah, I, like, after high school, it's not, I like, I mean, I don't, I try to branch out, you know what I mean? Try to see other places, do other things. Oh, no, for sure. And shit like that. Well, like, I think a lot of people like, should. You can
1: have your uh, similar friend group. I'm not saying you can't be friends with anyone that you grew up with, unless they're like a terrible person, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You would want to be their friend, I hope. But, yeah, like, the fact that it's like, that's it. And you literally should. Cause there are so many people that I know that have said they've not even gone outside of Missouri. It's like, that's what? crazy. Why? I, like, Missouri has definitely some cool places, but. Jesus Christ, there's a billion <laughs> other places you could go, that are oh, also yeah. very cool. You,
0: really go you, you, go beach, stage, you go to the beach, you go to the mountains, you go to fucking Canada, Mexico, you go overseas. Right? You ever heard like, of... Like, you could do so much yeah, mountains, the beach. <laughs> <laughs> there's an anything. unprecedented amount of fucking shit to go see out there.
1: I feel like you learn a lot when you travel, because you get to see how other you. people live. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's that grounding of, like, we talked about, like, the fucking human connection, especially if, you know, I know that tourists sometimes can be bullshit, but, you know, if you're not an idiot, like, when you travel, (laughs) that's, like, a cool experience, because you get to figure shit out. Because, like we said, even the United States, us, we think that we're an important country. And we have, what, like, 400 million is our population, roughly? 400 million people. And we got, uh, you know, Asia and Africa that have... Fucking, you know, a billion people. So, people are able to live and have a good life, and it's not the same as ours, and that's cool. So when you travel, like, I don't know, getting to getting to experience that—that's
0: fucking cool. Like just getting to learn how
1: someone can look so different from you. To me, is just so badass. And I would love if uh, reincarnation is a real thing. Uh, I would—I say this now, being as pampered as I am, but. I, I would really love to feel the primal connection of trying to live back then of like hunter gathering, just you know, that'd be incredible.
0: A primitive experience,
1: yeah. Obviously, I'd probably <laughs> die super quick. <laughs> I'm not saying that I just, would live a long in, life in that lifestyle, but you know, just to say that I tried it, you and, just uh, want and to end real up right, in 1505.
0: But yeah, what it, that's what I've always wondered about the whole thought of reincarnation. It's like, do you get reincarnated as a human every time? Or do you get reincarnated as a fucking duck? Or a fucking spider? Or what Like what, what? if you don't always get reincarnated as a human? Or what if you get reincarnated in fucking Korea? Oh yeah. Or...
1: You're a whole different person. Yeah. I've Well, so yeah, that's going to depend on your specific th- faith, but... From what I understand, very many of them have the idea that you could be anything. You, you may even be a fucking inanimate object, potentially. A fucking rock. <laughs> That'd be f- you know. have no th- fucking lifespan. Yeah. Hey, who knows?
0: You're going to be a rock forever? <laughs> have you
1: ever talked to a rock? I mean, do you really know? I, mean, think I had a it. pet
0: rock as a kid. Okay, so, well, so.
1: <laughs> what did he tell you? How long do they live? How long I mean, do rocks live? I, live?
0: I, Think his potential was forever, <laughs>
1: but yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, uh, to think that I, I've often thought like, if you if you were like so steadfast in one faith, and you and reincarnation was real, and then you get reincarnated into a new faith, just how ironic that would be. You, like, yeah, you put your fucking life and soul on the line, and then you just end up. You something to believe something. You're a hardcore Christian <laughs> yeah, totally and different. get reincarnated to a Buddhist monk. That'd be so <laughs> funny. You can make a TV show about that, probably. Don't take my ideas. It's here live. So it's already cop- copyrighted. All my boys I speak.
0: Somebody's taking it. It's too late before I even make the phone call. It's already done. <laughs> Did you have one more? What was the good, the bad, the shits get Like, the way we were just... um, uh, uh, hometown pride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I said <laughs> where you were there, you were. it was uh, underrated, I guess. But, like... Oh, you're I right mean, I that. don't think that you should... You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it's another thing. If you stay in the hometown, like, which, you know, we just talked about like that. And, like, leave, you know, living away from that, branching out and stuff, too. But it's like, if you choose to do that and your kids go there, it's just like I can understand you being like, oh, well, this is where I went and stuff like that. And, you know whatever, but it, you know, like, after I'm done, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna just continuously go back to, like, I need to, I need to experience life, you know what I mean? Oh, my God, Go to different yes. places, live different places, and, like, you see what like the fuck refreshes. it's all about. yeah. Oh, yeah, as many times as you need to, why not?
1: I think that's so good for burnout, just, like... And it
0: you know, is!
1: Not even job-related, but definitely job-related, even just life, like go somewhere new so it's, like, a different experience so that way it's not, like, the same fucking thing all the time. Yeah.
0: Because... You don't want to be stuck in that cycle or feel like you are... Dude, it'll drive
1: you nuts. That's why there, I, I feel like that's why mental health is such a problem because it's hard to... It's hard to do different things because, um... You know, it's scary a lot of times. And so if you have, like, anxiety or you have, like, depression, mm-hmm. it's, like... Going and I don't even mean going out like in a social setting that can seem like a nightmare, uh, but just like changing up the routine somehow is always, in my opinion, a good thing.
0: It's healthy because it just readjusts everything. Yeah, because
1: life doesn't have to be so rigid all the time, and a lot of times
0: we will get into that idea that it needs to be into that comfort zone of like no right. breaking out of it because we we construct a place where we're just so. Like, I'm expected... Comforted by these things, all yeah. All the time, so All I, like, expectations are met, but they're not always high, and they're like, all right, well, let's just do this, and let's live... Co-, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just... There's just so much to do, man. There's there just is. just so much that you can see. You can, like... And I always think about that. I'm like... You know, it's, it's worth it, like, to get out, fucking branch out, like... Oh, my God, yeah. Just throw yourself into fucking... The goddamn wilderness and see how you do absolutely you know what I mean
1: yeah and it's always hard it's it's always going to be hard but you know uh, as the ancient Greeks said through suffering is where you find peace how terrible is that you gotta suffer a whole bunch to find peace <laughs> yeah <laughs> it makes sense though it does it makes sense it, was just it, it
0: makes sense once you see how this life sort of goes <laughs> yeah right you know it's what I mean the Buddhist thought too
1: yeah <laughs> It's like the whole idea—you like eliminate suffering and pleasure. You find the middle, which is,
0: if you're human, <coughs> basically impossible. What also they say? They said attachment is suffering, or att- something mm-hmm. like said something. What is the quote exactly? So I don't butcher it while Ooh. I'm half drunk.
1: S- Siddhartha Gautama once said, "Yeah, I
0: don't know. That's just Buddha's real name." I don't. I don't actually know what that specific quote His is. His life is suffering is the Buddhist like motto of believe. Uh, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. I thought it was something like the Yoda quote, like the attachment leads to suffering thing.
1: Oh, he's got many quotes. Or something on along, along that those at some lines. Point. Yeah. The whole that whole period where he uh, supposedly was eating a grain of rice a day is fascinating. That's a cool story.
0: Just fasted, he stayed big like, as fuck. You know he literally yeah he was a skinny son of a bitch like the real the pictures of Buddha like real Buddha physically
1: was very skinny the whole idea of Buddha always being fat is like the whole uh, personification of like being full and enlightened and and whatnot. but like actual Siddhartha Gautama yeah like he literally I forget how long it was but he was eating one grain of rice a day and just meditating for the rest of the day what a patient guy.
0: <laughs> no joke. Because, yeah, he was, like, royalty and shit. I mean, we've t- just talked about this a lot recently, it seems like. But, like, and then he was unhappy with his royal life, so he wanted to go out in the real world, and then he saw all the poor and the homeless and that all that, and that fucked him up, and he was unhappy with that, so and he was like, oh, this shit sucks. Yeah, he saw
1: suffering, and he was like, holy shit, people suffer. And he wanted to figure out what's the solution. Because, yeah, cause he's, like... I think was a Nepalese, like, from that area, or, like, uh, northern India, somewhere around there.
0: I believe it could be a little off, but for sure. I'm gonna throw my last good, the bad, the shits in there. Throw it in. Um. Dino. LeBron James. Ooh. Me and you and, and Spencer were, like, all having this discussion, because I think we, well, you guys are playing, like, NBA and shit like that, and you're like, ah, you know, I think you were giving your opinion about, about, uh him and everything Whew, yeah. but he's a polarizing he figure too you know what I mean
1: people love him people hate him there's so much shit random fucking fan pages that I see on Facebook that are uh, like a, either a post about him or against him of just like trying to prove he's the goat trying to prove it. I don't think it's that simple like yeah. I absolutely agree that LeBron James is a, a fucking incredible player I am not a hater by any means but there are so many players that at any given point in their prime were the best at that given point in time. Like, when you see people that are scoring... Like, Wilt Chamberlain, he fucking was getting 50 rebounds a game. And, or, well, that was like his high point. was 50, But he was averaging 50 points a game and something like 27 rebounds a game. How is that even possible? And then, you know, you can say, well, he's old, so he didn't play against, like the hyper-athletic people that are playing now, which is also true. Yeah. So that's why it's like, when you compare Michael Jordan, and LeBron, James, I feel like it's just not a fair comparison because they didn't ever play against each other, and they're definitely not ever going to now. So yeah. it's like, you know, if it's they're both incredible, and I, I would agree with your argument of both of them being the GOAT, whoever you would choose. So I would say fair, just because he has so many... Uh, Dick Riders, but he's also got so many haters.
0: Yeah. Is it fair?
1: Yeah, I mean, I personally side on that. I like him, so I would say to to the degree of hate that he gets, I would say maybe he's slightly underrated. But I also know that a lot of people love him, so that's why I'd, I'd give him fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's I feel still like still a prominent part of the NBA.
1: Yeah, the fact that he is so like heavily under the lens of media, and he's really not done anything like too crazy as far as like with his life as far as, like, really bad mistakes, I'd I'd say he's probably a really fucking good dude. (laughs) Like, you know, he hasn't done anything that's, like, I don't know, uh, problematic as far as I know. I mean, maybe... maybe...
0: He elbowed that guy in the
1: face! No, I just mean, like, in in real life. (laughs) Like, he didn't fucking, I don't know, kill someone or whatever goes on in the criminal world. So, the fact that he's under so much scrutiny and he's not just, like... Done anything that's like completely reprimanding.
0: That's well, yeah, impressive. he's also in the public eye, so like if he would have. Yeah, I mean, he would get done, done something. They it. would be like, "Oh, he did this to this person."
1: Right, and so yeah, he would get absolutely fucked. That's why it's like props to him. Like, he lives, you know, uh, a regimented life for sure. Like the dude spends over a million dollars on his body, as far as uh, upkeep for you know, what he does athletically. It's pretty crazy—a million a year.
0: More, more than a millionaire. Yeah, that's wild. So yeah, fair. I'd say fair. Yeah, I'd say fair too, because, I mean, it's, there's no, like, questioning that he's easily one of the best, if not the best, yeah. of the past 15 years in the NBA. But it's like, also, if you follow Sports Center, it's like... LeBron James had an enchilada today hey, for lunch right. and stuff. It's he like didn't dude
1: tip the waiter. Uh, oh,
0: and oh, then yeah. they, they don't talk about <laughs> any they other back, sports yeah. at all. It's like there's certain sports that they just don't cover one bit. Exactly. But they'll just fully cover LeBron James's like fucking day. It's like right. who gives a fuck what he's doing, man? <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. He's I really couldn't player. give a fuck. <laughs> As long as he's out there fucking shooting the ball, that's what matters. Right? I don't care what he's eating for lunch. I don't care that he took a swim at 6 a.m. I don't (laughs) give a fuck.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: I feel like he's definitely the athlete, too, that gets that the most where it's like, he is almost too under the public eye where he's treated like a celebrity at this point where it's like, oh, oh they like cover his whole day like almost like Dwayne The Rock Johnson what? where it's like, oh, he's doing this and this and this. It's like, all right. We get cool. It. He's living <laughs> a life. He eats lunch. Wow. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> I eat lunch. <laughs> he eats <Yeah>. lunch. <laughs> I do this shit. I don't care. What does he got?
1: <laughs> his show, though, The Shop that's on HBO Max, I will say that's a badass show. He just has a bunch of uh, athletes, entertainers that come on and it's like for a half hour and they just talk about random shit. Um, hmm. That's a cool-ass show. I would definitely recommend that. If you're a LeBron hater, my uh, Jessica, she kind of, she doesn't hate LeBron, but she's not like necessarily a fan of him. And she likes the show, too. So I was like, even if you don't like him, the show is at least cool. Because he's not playing basketball. <laughs> just talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, and not even him, always. Like, There's a lot of times since he's such a busy guy. <laughs> It's, like, his manager runs it, and it's just, like, a whole bunch of other people.
0: Yeah. It's a cool show. You to see a more personable side of people like that, too, in a way, so it's not as, like, a lot of times, especially with, like, athletes... They only see them in intense game modes, so like with yes. the, sometimes they'll come off as a dick, and they're like, "Man, because fuck they're fucking
1: game. in the zone, and that's their fucking life." Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, and then, like that's where they should be at their best, and yeah. you know, fucking, like bitching and just be like, "Oh, no, fucking, get that guy down," you know, just in the zone.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he's had. Uh, you always like see Tom Brady. Brady. He had Tom Brady on the show. He had uh, Draymond Green. Um, yeah, he. It's it's tight. He had, oh, John Stewart from, yeah. from Daily Show, whenever he was on that. So he he always has interesting people on there. Well?
0: Oh, yeah, we don't have any more, do we? I, uh, do you have another topic? I'm
1: spent. There's you no don't more. have any? My quarters are empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. The jukebox stopped playing.
0: <laughs> the, uh, no, but yeah, LeBron, man. I would probably agree with you guys, uh, I mean, I can see, like, he's just, he's, po- like, a polarizing figure, and because he gets so much attention, his, like, weight seems to carry a lot of work, you know, like, or his his word seems to carry a lot of weight. Right. And so, like, every everything he tweets, everything he says, like, matters to a whole fucking lot of people. Right. Whether they're in it for the hate, or whether they're in it for, <laughs> right. to love him, And there's both, you know, and there's both for sure on social media. So, I mean... Do I think his performance in uh, Space Jam Two was uh, worthy of a fucking Best Actor? No. <laughs> he.
1: Uh, I didn't. Didn't he win a worst? He yeah, he won like the Razzie. Yeah. Right. The Razzie, right? <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it. a negative award. I just have a hard time believing, yeah, that it, it would be a good movie no matter what. You didn't see it? No, not There's you. you see cam- the originals? Oh yeah, the original. I definitely oh, yeah. saw. Him, Michael sure.
0: Jordan, man. See, that's just another win for him. <laughs> <laughs> another reason.
1: <laughs> but it's just like back then, like the way animation M-G-O-G. was. It's so different. So, like, that kind of movie made more sense. And, like, now it yeah. just. I don't know. It it's just, just, just playing the on the legacy and it's. Yeah, it just wasn't. Trying uh, to add another thing. Yeah. But, like I said, I didn't fucking see it, so I gained
0: The amount of characters they featured in it was cool. I'll say that. But, like, beyond that, you know. You kind of get down to the core of what it was, and it wasn't that great. So without all the cameos from all the other cartoon characters, I don't know if it would have been that great. <laughs> right. No, it was kind of it was kind of silly. It like it points and stuff like that, but I mean it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. thanks, no. Killing. By uh, any stretch of the imagination, but right. LeBron, would you say those are the top two though ever? Michael LeBron. Oh.
1: Uh I guess from a general game standpoint, yeah. I think though you could definitely argue there are many other contenders like uh you know, Will
0: Chamberlain, Kareem, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem Larry Bird,
1: Larry Bird, fucking Magic Johnson, um shit. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe. Man, like it's it's a tough combo and we even still only said a few. So, you know, uh, I would say in general, sure. Yeah, it would be probably between them as far as like best all around game. Oh, fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, the Dream, uh, Clyde Dexter Whenever he was in his prime, he was a badass too.
0: Before like Steph Curry, Larry Bird was like the fucking three machine. Yeah, back was, like way so. back in the day, that guy could nail him. Without just without the use of the backboard either, just like Steph Curry.
1: It's so funny because uh, yeah, Larry Bird he always looked like he was so slow, but he was so yeah. fucking good. <laughs> like it's kind of like uh, what's his name, uh, Luca Doncic. Like now he's like yeah. he looks so slow, but he's he does he's so good on offense. Fucking scores forty points in any given night crazy. Who do
0: you want to win the uh, finals?
1: Oh, uh, I don't have a preference. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, getting a championship with the Suns. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily have like a favorite team. I just like care more about good basketball. I just want it to be fucking good games
0: it's always fun to see like some history being made too like oh it's their first time in however many years yeah. and shit or it's uh, this guy's first championship same thing with the Bucks. like I like the Bucks. I
1: wouldn't mind them but, but I also like fucking Celtics Jason Tatum St. Louis boy yeah. He's uh he's been doing really well so yeah I, I, I care more about certain players so as long as certain players play well I honestly don't really care what team wins yeah <laughs> I've never been like, especially since St. Louis doesn't have a team. I've never been like diehard like any team specifically. Like there are teams I like to watch just because players that I like are on But if they would get traded, I would still fucking
0: follow watch, them. Over yeah, the team. whatever
1: team that they get traded to.
0: I understand that. I
1: do have a Steve Nash jersey. Uh, Jessica for my birthday uh, got me a official Phoenix Sun Steve Nash jersey. Um, not that long ago, and Steve Nash is my favorite NBA player. Steve Nash. Is, of all time? Yeah. Okay. Just because when I was growing up, he was like the point guard. Um, so, you know, I was playing, I was like, he's the guy.
0: My two growing up favorites, different eras, sort of. But I also like Carmelo Anthony a lot. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's not probably as much as I liked. Dirk Nowitzki Ooh, yeah. and Allen Iverson. Alan uh, Iverson was fucking tight. But yeah, those probably were the top three growing up for me. I can see that.
1: I definitely I actually in eighth grade started wearing a sleeve because of Allen Iverson. <laughs> uh, I didn't <laughs> wear it in games. I only wore it in practice because I was like I thought it was like too much to wear it in a game, but practice I fucking rocked it and I was like, I'm just
0: like Allen Iverson. <laughs> yeah. Allen Iverson, man, he he got that's so insane that he changed the game too because he would like dress all insane in pre-games and he would come out and he would like do his own shit and kind of like yeah. cornrow his hair and do all this stuff and people are like oh he's fucking doing it this is distasteful to the game of basketball he's bringing all this street stuff in here and stuff and it's like now everybody's doing it right. like he just he ushered in the new era really he really did. Because everybody kind of, all the guys in there now kind of grew up around then too, and they're like, oh, that's dope. I want to do that. Exactly.
1: And <laughs> the dude was, what, like low six foot? I don't remember. Yeah, he was a short dude. Yeah, and he's fucking scoring. It, he is one of the all time scorers. He averaged, I think, like 26 points a game. That's fucking legit. For his whole career, that's fucking super legit. Yeah, he's that's tiny. insane. Like, people in the NBA, it's so funny. Like, you oh, see, like, yeah. people that are like 6'3 or 6'4. They're small in the NBA, but in real life, you're like, you're fucking huge. So it's like these people that are well beyond six foot, and like uh, Joel Embiid, he's isn't he fucking like seven one? And he's yeah, he's Deuce, huge. or uh, what's his, What's the other guy's name? Giannis. Pelicans or yeah, Giannis. Uh, who's the guy on the Pelicans? He's oh younger. yeah, Zion. Zion. Yeah. These people are fucking massive.
0: They're like Zion seven foot. was so fucking big that in Duke, he like. He fucking tried to cut a tone in his shoe, and he fucking blew his foot out of the side of the leather. He, like, tore the stitching yeah. and blew his foot out of the shoe. They're like, and that was, like, a size fucking, what, like, 20 or some <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> if you've, uh, if you've never seen, I definitely ask you to watch it. Look at shit, like, random clips. You could just, like, in YouTube say, Zion Williams, clip a plane in high school and the shit that he was doing in high school over these fucking little dweebs. (laughs) And he's a massive grown man at this point, even though he's, like, 17, 18 18 years old. Zion. Yeah, Yeah, and he's just fucking dunking and chesting these little boys that are just, just like, nuts on the forehead. Yeah, and they're, like, breaking (laughs) into pieces. And he's, like, (laughs) like, no one was doing anything to stop him. I can only imagine what it was like to be him playing in high school.
0: Oh, you, he was no, like, he was this s- is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's
1: like gym class heroes or some shit. He's like a god among men at that point. <laughs>
0: People from counties, over who are coming to watch, they're like, this kid, he I mean, Isn't he's about, ready? he's going to fuck our school up tonight, <laughs> but I'm going to that game. Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's going to see. He's going to put asses in the seats. No doubt. If you were at school about to play him, though, you'd be like, fuck this.
1: Yeah, like, what What am I supposed to do? Especially, like, <laughs> someone like me, like, I was fucking, I don't know, 140 pounds when I was playing, like, my senior year. So he would have just done one, like, little drop step and, like, just crunched me into, like, a paper ball.
0: You're like, you see him, you see him charge, you put up the wall. You fuck no, I'm getting out binge. of this way. Yeah, <laughs> you put the wall, you fucking get knocked down and die
1: <laughs> with his sheer... Somehow, 18 year old pure man force. He was
0: already like probably like 6'10, 285 or some for real. shit. He was. I don't even understand
1: how he was that big at that age. Like, he was literally Shaq playing in high school, basically. It was so nuts.
0: And the thing is, like, I ain't trying to shit on him now, but like. Oh, he hasn't played, like, for a whole com- year and a half. Compared to. Yeah. <laughs> And even his, like, figure and his... St- and, like, what he was in high school and college compared to what he became almost immediately in the NBA right, was, like, tenfold different. And maybe it's because he was on the level with uh, all the rest of those guys then, but... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was also that he just thought he was the best and he let his diet and everything else go to shit.
1: <laughs> I would be very interested to see, yeah, just because it's been so long since he's played, like... Because he's like apparently cleared to play, so he should be starting like next season. I'm very interested to see how he does, because he is massive. He reminds me of Shaq in his heydays just because like mm. back in the day, no one was as big as Shaq, and yeah, fucking Shaq dominated.
0: Dude, Shaq's still relevant. He's still in all these goddamn commercials. Oh my God, he's in these commercials. His presence with, uh, is felt like ever. Forever. He's still an analyst. Yeah, he's that. on
1: uh, whatever uh, one of the main dudes um with the NBA broadcast for sure oh yeah he's always i do have he's in those gold
0: bond commercials those the general commercials those commercials fuck it. gold so bond dude no that uh, new one though where he's the general. in the shower and it sounds good and then he gets out and it sounds terrible that uh, one's pretty good i like good. that one i honestly <laughs> like is one. it <laughs> man he took a fucking uh, table bump in AEW wrestling yeah they were like cody yeah they were like he was on the edge of the apron and like he got tackled like through a table on the outside he he was he took it he's just like fuck it he's like i'll do it dude he was going to get involved in wrestling and shit i saw some podcast that was like talking about that bump and they're like if you if you just look at Shaq's face right after he went through the table it was uh yeah, I'm too old for this shit, man. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm letting <laughs> the, it fly. But this is like, like, ah. the last time. But the fact that he <laughs> did it on live TV, I fucking love it. That is bad. I like, really shit. Am. Like, he's willing to. He's like, oh, fuck it. I'll do my own stunts kind of thing. Well,
1: he even had that show uh, where he, like, went against, like, every major athlete in their sport. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like swimming against Michael Phelps and whatnot. And it was, like, only one season because it was just, like, I guess, however many episodes of our sports. But he, like, competed against every... Major athlete, it was it was hilarious because he's just such a huge dude. Like him trying to <laughs> swim was funny. Like he got a huge head start, and Michael Phelps still just barely beat him. I mean, Michael Phelps is like inhuman when it comes to swimming. But
0: yeah, yeah I can still. imagine Shaq by couldn't cut that toe near as fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, Michael Phelps, right. So. I feel like that like made <laughs> a huge difference. Well, and also his <laughs> dive too. His dive, I'm sure, was not as elegant as uh, what uh, Michael Phelps did. I bet. He yeah. Died. Boy, just fucking basically <laughs> flopped into the water. I love Shane. <laughs> no, he's an entertainer for sure. Like he's he been is. involved in the public spotlight like ever since you know he fucking left the game. Well, he's
1: got a couple of rap albums.
0: Does he? Yeah. They're not
1: terrible. I mean, I'm not saying he uh, is incredible, but they're not terrible. <laughs> he's
0: also DJ Diesel. He's an uh, electron DJ too. He came to
1: yeah, I forgot. He came to Saint. He's an Hills actor. For Mardi Gras. Uh, he did yeah, a set somewhere, somewhere in Soulard.
0: Which That's I was like funny Yeah I was like What? I would have went to that shit Just to see Shaq Tickets were like, like, like 125 bucks
1: Never mind. I Yeah, I, I was like shit. I wanted to go too But then I was like Okay I'm not gonna Between <laughs> me and my girl That's gonna be fucking 200 whatever bucks Like nothing Yeah I'll just get wasted at
0: home <laughs> Sometimes it's cheaper You like You go to <laughs> Point Fest You go to any of those, those Fucking cheap. venues And like you pay Like 150 bucks Because you get double shots Of whiskey and coke And shit like that Sweat it all out On the tarmac I know, it's expensive as fuck. And it's, the shit gets watered down anyway. They put, like, half of it's ice. Yeah, we uh, we recently
1: went to uh, Spencer, actually. So Jess had never gone to a rave. And have you ever guys ever heard of 2720? Yeah, it's on Cherokee yeah. Street. So we went there. And uh, I guess it's a rave. It's not, like, a fucking full-blown rave, though. But it's, it's a I guess, a little yes, small St. Louis. Like Is that where we went to Christmas?
0: Yeah, that was where we went to the Christmas, right? Okay, yeah, okay.
1: So, Jess had never been to anything like EDM like that, and that was her first time, and it was fun, but the point is, their drinks were expensive, and we would just get straight up just vodka sprites, and uh, a lot more soda in there than booze, it definitely didn't have a bite to the drink, I wanted to get jiggy with it, with those booze (laughs)
0: waves. You should just just (laughs) walk over and be like, hey give me one enough. more yeah, <laughs> go ahead and uh, I'm paying a pretty good price here
1: lift your elbow a little bit there you
0: go <laughs> I'll slide you a couple bucks if you uh, just one knock a little more in there
1: it <laughs> was well, fun though
0: uh you looking forward to getting married oh yes
1: <laughs> I love her um she is so incredible. If it wasn't for her, my life would be a train wreck. <laughs> so, absolutely. All homage to her. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it would be a train wreck. I would, man. Like, I had a friend. Her name is... Uh, shout out to Sister Wizard. She has... Uh, she's in a band. But her name is Madison. And uh, she's she had mentioned, like, whenever she had first met Jess, that she was like, she's the perfect person for you because... We were really good friends for a while, and so we grew up. Whenever I was, this was when I, I call it the Magnolia life. It was when I was living in East Tower Grove, St. Louis, uh, and you know, Magnolia Street in, in this area was not super great. And so I was just you know living paycheck to paycheck. And she was like, "Your life is chaotic," and it, uh, Jess has helped me not be so chaotic. So yes, homage to Jessica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> forever (laughs) and it's funny too we're actually doing a uh, joint bachelor bachelorette party we're going to Atlanta for it and uh, so many people have been like oh you guys should do it separate and it's like well like we love each other so we like hanging out and uh, if we get to hang out with six of her friends with six of my best friends we got to rent out this really bad ass Airbnb Um, so it's like if we can fit the people and like have twelve people come here, lower the costs per person. Why the fuck not? We're have a blast in Atlanta. You guys ever been to Atlanta?
0: Yeah, so through it a few times. Yeah, checking out. It's definitely a cool city. It's a beautiful city. Like too, like even in the it morning is. or like late at night and shit, you can see everything. Traffic
1: fucking sucks.
0: Their airport, their airport's (laughs) like the busiest in the nation because it's like a big fucking airport between Florida and, you know, everybody else where they go because Florida's a huge fucking destination vacation. So it's like, like they told me, I was just like, huh, it's like crazy, like more than LAX or, but also in California, you got a fucking, you got like, uh, you know, the Orange Beach one, you got the Long Beach one, you got, um, Orange County, you know, you got yeah, a lot of so different much, you fucking. Whole, you got a lot of different like airports you can fly out of. So yeah, like, you got the
1: Bay Area too, and then you even have like some like, in New, so New York too. So it's
0: like that's right. not the that's not the. From know, what my understanding, Atlanta world.
1: is the biggest airport in the country. It is, yeah. Well, I can tell you how, how many times because her family still lives there, so we visit. You know, however many. Times it's a, a nice are. airport.
0: It is so nice. Yeah. Like when you compare
1: it to St. Louis's Lambert Airport. It's dog shit. I don't think. Oh my guys, god! Yeah, I don't
0: think ours is too bad. Like, but the Southwest terminal, they get you the fuck out of there like real quick. It's nice, like you're through security well, fuck. So and so through TSA. Two terminals
1: and Southwest is the entire second terminal. Yeah, that's, there, you should probably fly with fly <laughs> Southwest. That's it's, what it's telling
0: you. Exactly. Everything else is crammed in terminal one. <laughs> a little more expensive, but. Not really, not compared to like American to United. Some of them, those are all fucking more expensive. Yeah. I say we
1: fly Southwest the most. Yeah, yeah, it's because, definitely the best. But they way also to have
0: go. your bags included. They have uh, you can have a personal huge. item. You can have a carry on. You can have all that shit. Like, and that's all included. And if you look far enough in in advance for your vacation or trip, which I mean, I don't always or I haven't always, but like. If you do, you can get some really fucking cheap under $100 tickets and shit. Oh, I don't know about yes. now with inflation because I haven't flown in a while, but I bet it's a real fucking bitch. A,
1: yeah, I mean, depending on the timing, absolutely, you can find some fucking but amazing deals. You can,
0: yeah, you can definitely find. Like, and what I tell people is, I'm like, get on Frontier, get on, like, United, get on, like, get on everybody to just plug Price in as check. many different things as you can, yeah. multiple airports if as you can, adjust the date around if around you right. have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can look at so many things to try and get a better deal. Yes. And just, you gotta make the adjustment and get a fucking, you know, pick up at the airport. So it's like... Right.
1: Yeah, that gotta, is one problem. For sure.
0: Fucking, um, you know.
1: Another stupid thing about Lambert, their rentals are across the fucking road. Oh, yeah. They're not even in, like, the fucking airport space, so it's like, you have to somehow get a ride to the rental place to even get a rental to begin with. At least in Atlanta like San having the two terminals Atlanta has fucking eight I think like they have like up to E in letters and they got even like two numbers it's ridiculous. I love it and there's a fucking <laughs> uh, what you might call it uh, like a train I guess that takes you to every single terminal and it's beautiful I actually even though it is the biggest I love flying into atlanta it is like the best experience and i feel like i've traveled to a decent amount of places as far as like within the country yeah and atlanta is always to me like one of the smoothest they even have that shit to where you don't have to take your electronics out you can just like go depending on the day (laughs) but you can like to where you don't have to take anything out of your bag and just go under that fucking thing and it's able to see it like even laptops and your phones and whatnot you know it's incredible it's like Thank God, because that's always like the most stressful part for me in an airport is like taking out all my shit Those and then the ha- having to
0: put it back in your pockets. Yeah, and and real it's quick. like a
1: fucking mad rush to like grab oh, things from two worst. or three different things.
0: Sir, sure. it's like the yeah. fucking you want the basket or not? Like what the fuck? Yeah, you gotta uh, get, you gotta make your way through everybody.
1: Well, especially since because I can work remote, a lot of times I'm taking my work with me, and so like I have like all my work shit in like one thing, and then all like my personal shit in another, and then. Those goddamn bins I gotta mix it up and I'm like Ugh. it's a nightmare <laughs> so yeah fuck you, yeah, Atlanta airport I'll suck your dick anytime <laughs> <laughs> save your time
0: I'll come with chapstick <laughs> getting an Airbnb huh yeah that should be fucking dope though honestly so soon as, as you like be a big ass kind of collaboration yeah. party so it
1: has a pool and a hot tub it's Ooh. like it's a legit airbnb i uh, luckily was able to get a gift card uh for this airbnb so i went big because i was getting a huge discount and uh i got lucky so i found this place and like we're in atlanta and we have a pool so I'm um, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of shenanigans going on
0: <laughs> 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 i know that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know that. And we're going to, yeah, since it's, it's like, a huge place that we're going to have literally six from my, uh, the groom's party and then six from the bride's party. So it's going to, it's going to be, like, 12 people. I'm all about it. And we actually have some friends uh, that live in Atlanta, um, that are also going to visit as well. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tight. Yeah, it
0: was always, like, a beautiful city, like, just passing through and shit late night. Yeah. And fucking... Passing through... Middle of the day is a fucking nightmare. It is but. an absolute
1: nightmare. It really <laughs> is. But yeah, as long as uh, there are certain times where you can sometimes miss the traffic, but it is tough. It is a very. It's like Houston to me. Houston and Atlanta, and obviously New York City have like the worst traffic in the world. I've never been to L.A., but I, I hear it's really bad there
0: too. No, I. Whenever I flew in there, I didn't fly into like uh, LAX ever, but mm-hmm. I flew into like. Um, Fucking uh, Orange County, like I don't think I flew into Long Beach, but there's like San Diego, which is typically like a cheaper flight a lot of the time. But I it love is San Diego. Oh, San Diego is a beautiful fucking place. It might too. be my favorite city. It's oh, it's so nice, man. You just like go out there on the docks, like before you fucking wait for your you know flight, and just kind of check out the views and shit. So the weather there is absolutely California. Really oh my gosh! Good Except bucks. right now, it's fucking a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. But it's like. Yeah, no, it's... it's, such a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place, yeah. I was gonna say, like, man, the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen in my life was at, uh... Maybe Huntington Beach or something like that a few years ago, whenever I moved there, and, uh, we went, like... Me and Stevens and his dad, like, went down there and shit, and it was just, like, fucking absurd. Like, that it was even real. Like, I'll have to show you these pictures. Um, but just, I don't know, I've never seen prettier, like, sunsets than just views out in California. It was fucking nice. Um... But I mean, yeah, I've been. I think I've been to like 17 or 18 states, maybe something like that. There you go. Which isn't too bad. Oh yeah. How many uh, do you think you've been to?
1: Uh, like probably about half at this point.
0: Oh really? Probably. Hell yeah. I've
1: not done a lot of like New England um, area, but I've done pretty much everywhere else. Yeah, it would. It would be easier for me to come up with states that I haven't been to honestly. That's real. Shit.
0: That's real. That's not fucking doctored or anything. Goddamn. Where was that at? Like, I think Huntington Beach, maybe. <sighs> something like, Or no, maybe it was... I think that's right. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking unreal. Like, that's...
1: See, and that's the things, like, that's why it's, like, it's good to fucking do shit. Like, you get to see shit like that. That was, like, like holy goddamn,
0: like... November
1: 17,
0: maybe, something like that. Of last year. Oh, 2017. Well, yeah, yeah. Before all this fucking mess.
1: Ironically, (laughs) I traveled more uh, during COVID. Did you? uh, As far as, like, airport than ever.
0: Uh, Now no masks. They fucking lifted all that, didn't they? I don't know. The the last
1: time that I flew to Atlanta, it was still all masks. But, like, it was literally, like, chatter that uh, it was being lifted, depending on where you were. Yeah. Uh, So, I have not experienced it yet, but I I was in Atlanta not uh, only like
0: a month or two ago. And then it wasn't, but like I I said, it sounds like. Yeah, I think recently it's. They said they lifted it at airports, but I don't know. I don't really fly all that often, so I don't really know for sure, but I think I saw some news article that they were lifting it like. Yeah. The end of April, maybe, or something, or maybe it was near the end of April. Which is interesting.
1: I would feel like the airport would need it more than anywhere, and uh, I'm not saying that it should or shouldn't have it. Like I said, I am always like on middle ground. Like there, there's both sides, but it's interesting because, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, being at the airport with a mask does suck. I'm, I'm not.
0: A fan. Oh yeah, like in on the plane you're like, oh man, I want to just. Right. But
1: I mean, it is all fucking recycled air, so I guess <laughs> to a degree it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it you doesn't really make it let us tiny fucking compartment, but, you know, I'm flying to Atlanta the most, which is like, I don't know, like, six times a year, and that's fucking, that's what's funny, you drive to Atlanta, it's gonna be like a nine-hour drive. You fly, it'll barely be an hour long, so it's like, Jesus Christ, if I can spend, you know, 200 bucks on a ticket, I guess that's the move.
0: There and back. Yeah. Yeah. I know, if you get those flights cheap enough, like, Southwest is usually, like, the fucking way to get Yeah, go. I mean, like, some... we've been For looking, real, I out of here. One time we got
1: it for, like, 80 bucks, and I was like, oh, my God, yes. We don't even have oh, a reason to visit yeah. your family. Let's fucking do it anyway. Like, <laughs> let's go to Atlanta for 80 one bucks. One
0: time I flew from Florida back to here, and I checked a bag, which is, like, five bucks cheaper than the carry-on. And I flew back for, like, 58 bucks. Yeah, like, that was so <laughs> awesome. Change, it was fucking preposterous. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, anytime you can, like, figure out how to do, like, like I always say, I'm like, you know, just plug in different dates, different times, different fucking, you know, just see what the fuck works. Like, don't, don't right. be like, oh, fuck, all right, well, this is what we're doing, This and I have to stay committed to this thing. It's like, fly a different airline back if you have to. Just match yeah. up the shit. To get the cheapest deal possible, right? You know what I mean. Like it's it's just the best fucking thing. You have to go through a lot of shit to do it, but it's way easier it's than just yes. thinking that you're getting the best deal. In reality, you could be saving hundred twenty more dollars.
1: No, there's definitely a process you know. to it, but yeah, it's worth it though because you do get to
0: see things and like you said, save and maybe like it's a better flight deal too. Like maybe you can fly out early to see this uh, you know place one day, yeah, and then like that's... when you fly back, you know, fly, like fly back out. You're flying, like, fucking late night to where, like, you can get the most out of your trip, you know what I mean? I've tried to match it up like that before, just to avoid taking off, like, too much work.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Um, We've done a couple of red eyes,
1: um, and it's funny, because we were going to San Francisco one time, and we we did it red eye. It was just, it was an awful time. It was, like, I don't even remember. It was definitely past midnight, and, uh, but it was, to San Francisco was actually, like, super cheap. It was, like, 160 bucks. I like, holy shit, let's do it. All the way to San Francisco. Hell yeah, it was like a four hour flight. Beautiful. We actually stayed in Oakland uh, longer, but San Francisco has some... If you're a foodie, San Francisco has incredible food. I mean, almost all of California does, that's just how it goes, but... Yeah. Jesus Christ, they have really good food.
0: Get those fucking street tacos, it'd be like you're in oh. Mexico down there.
1: I actually ate at a restaurant that uh, Barack Obama... Had uh, went to many times during his presidency.
0: I don't remember the name
1: of it, but I went there um, for a company thing, and I had swordfish. It was really good. Ooh! I didn't have to pay for it.
0: <laughs> That's why I loved it. It could have been the worst swordfish
1: ever, but since I didn't pay for it, I loved it. Oh it was, yeah! it's
0: great. Yeah. Oh damn! Well, getting dead. I don't think so. Got any messages to the folks? Any positive installation? Always. Sleep well, dream deep. It's important. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and they need to turn the fucking air on in this place. Yeah, man. new right. shit, man. It, it is, like it a is balls in here. fucking hot. Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least here. If it's gonna me. be hot out there, it needs to be cool in here, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> I'm about to fucking sleep commando above the yeah, covers tonight. tonight well my man it's been a fucking hell of a podcast thank you for coming <laughs> yeah. in again it's been a good time oh, God, you finally good. had your uh your uh, solo shot at it solo episode solo riding solo
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that that 2010s bop <laughs> huh, that was some good stuff <laughs> <laughs>
1: surprised Wayne wasn't in that song <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no joke about that 20, like 2009, 2011 whole time. Probably even a little before that even. But just he was in fucking everything. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a podcast. Once again, thank you, Brennan Seabaugh, for coming in, doing the honors, being the guest of honor and killing it on Casting the Spotlight. Much pleasure. So I guess that calls it a day. For sure. So uh, um, until next time, have a great week. love each other yeah take care (laughs) of each other